Hey, okay. friends, it's Nye. Hey, friends, it's Ronnie. Hey, friends, it's Nathan. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing, friend? Girl, weary. I no. feel kind of sick, like I'm kind of sore. <laughs> Not weary. <laughs> you need to stretch. I'm weary of the ways of the world. That bitch said Come weary. on, Solange. <laughs> no, we almost didn't in, didn't record today because after I got home for a good two hours, I was almost asleep. <laughs> like I was about to pass out on this bed. I, I had to be honest. I forgot we was even doing this. I can't. I swear we I, said Friday, but I thought we said Friday too. But, but hey, I we guess here now, so ain't got plans. I'm I, the one who brought it up. <laughs> we here so i feel kind of sick today like my body's like super sore you need to maybe go to spicy huh maybe you need a ginger ale and some sleep oh yes some ginger ale works i hate ginger ale i hate burping oh, oh. um go to why do they just think ginger ale fix everything i just said i was sore no but well, get something. no um go to trader joe's um my brother had put me onto this they have these ginger shots it's not a lot it's just a little shot because yes it's nasty but you take that shot bitch that shit will have you fixed i promise mm, not fake a ginger shot what the hell is that a shot, a shot of ginger, of ginger. Mm. but what's the the um healing properties of ginger girl i don't know i, I don't know. fucking know google it i just think <laughs> it we look like an encyclopedia to you. I mean, see, I know about motherfucking ginger shots. So, hey, well, I, bitch, I just know what y'all trying to give me. I just knew it was a shot of ginger, bitch. Hello? Mm. Anyway, let's get into what the fuck we need to talk about today. Number oh, one on the list is a mustard. mustard. Happy birthday, BTS. Happy birthday, BTS. <sighs> Eight years they made eight today. My baby made eight. Like, can y'all believe? Like, two years is gonna fly by. They're gonna be 10 years old. Oh, no. I was gonna say something, but I'm gonna leave it. A whole decade. Oh, wow. That's the long ass time, though, when you think about it. Yeah, it is. Honestly, and two, I feel like their success is so organic because each comeback, they get a little bit more and more. Yeah. Like, that's great. It's, 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 they're increasing. I mean, the rate at what they're increasing is really good, but I just like how they do better and like gain more each comeback. I love that. BTS aging like fine wine. Yeah. And I love- right. And I love the fact that every year for the anniversaries, like we get like we get content and music. And- right, like it's a festival, like it's a motherfucking block party or some shit. Yeah, it is. I, like one year I really want to go <laughs> to experience. Want to go you know, too. I feel like that's a part of the army experience. Yeah. Not like, every army has to journey to Seoul once in their lifetime. Bye. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like we going to Mecca. <laughs> right. No, I'm just saying, like, I feel like that. No shade to our mother's girlies, by the way. Yeah, it. no, 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 not, not, no shade. No shade. I just think it'll be like super fun to see that. And like, I mean, yeah. I would love to see it in Korea because I just know they'd be live. Just like how Beyonce be when she in Houston. Like, it just hit different. Right. Like, it's just, no. Her Houston shows and Atlanta shows, 
Oh no, her New Orleans shows. Oh, bitch. No, those hit too. Those are three shows that no, her Chicago show is it. Oh, this is okay. goes to show that every show is it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not not trying to be included. She said bitch. Not said bitch, but Chicago. No, because y'all had to be there. You had to be there. Like it was pumping like after the show, we were singing in the city and like walking because you have to walk through the city because the stadium in downtown. Like we walking through the city singing her songs. Like it felt like some kumbaya. Like it was so good. Yeah, I was shining through the city with a little funky. Okay. And what no, but like a lot of the concerts that i've been to we do the same thing like it's really fun like right after when yeah and everyone is just singing all the songs all the hits like it's so much fun right yeah yeah it is i miss concerts sam i can't wait till they come back i can't wait to get my life back but i don't even want to go to many con- i just i know myself i don't want to go to a lot of concerts i just need to see beyonce i need to see bcs i need to see mariah Oh no, I love concerts. Mm-hmm. If y'all knew if y'all knew how many fucking concerts I went to in 2017 and 2018, Dang. y'all be like, bitch, how? When I don't know the songs, it bothers me. But I need to feel like I'm up on the stage. Oh wow. Um, Why are you going to concerts to niggas do songs you don't even know? I mean, the thing is, like, y'all say y'all went to a lot of concerts. Do you know all their songs? Yeah, know yeah. enough to buy a concert ticket. I know, but like the fact that there could be a song that I don't know. Well, oh no, I went to see Sam Smith. I went to see Paramore. I went to see niggas like I fuck with. Like, yeah, I, well, but I don't stand. I, I, I like them, but I don't stand a lot of people the way that I stand like Beyonce, BTS, Mariah Carey. Oh, I, I went to some songs by some artists that I don't know. Smith Stan. I know a lot of his discography and I fuck with it, but I wouldn't call myself a Stan. Like, I'm not a Sam Smith shooter or nothing. Like, I don't think you have to stand people to go to a concert. I think you just have to. But that's just how I am. I just like to know every song. I don't know. That's just how I am. Like, when I don't know a song, I don't feel. I mean, of course, I could listen to a song and be like, oh, this is a good song. But, like, I just feel like. Like, man, like, what What am I doing? I when I went to the Paramore show, show, I didn't know all of the Paramore songs because I knew all the old stuff. I didn't know a lot of the new stuff, but I still had a good time because I fuck with Haley and that bitch be singing and, like, oh, she it made me be like, bitch, let me go download this song because this is fire, like. Right, and that's the thing. That's another thing that's fun about concerts. Like, when you hear it live and when you're there, you're forced to really listen to the song mm. and get like a fresh, like unbiased opinion of it. And with me, if I hear a song live, it makes it hit harder, especially if they do a good job. Yeah. And so, like, that does a lot for me with performances. And so, like, after people who discography that I wasn't that familiar with like when I went to see Lady Gaga and Jesse J like I ended up downloading some of the songs I didn't really know because after hearing them in that setting and they ate them shits up I was like oh yeah I gotta get this I went to I went I remember this is why I don't do that my first concert was at the Taste of Chicago and Jonas Brothers was performing Oh, Ooh, bitch. I, I don't I mean I watched Disney I knew a couple songs but I was sitting there like it's the way I want to um, have my. <laughs> it's the way I like, it, right here. friend. It's the way I want to trace passage. <laughs> I I wish my soul would have entered your body. Me too, because maybe I wouldn't <laughs> enjoy it more. 
No, I wish I, I could say been. they had. I do sometimes like to go for opening acts. Sometimes that I don't know. <clears throat> of course, sometimes I still listen to the songs. I'm like, oh, like I wish I knew this song. Like I just want to feel a part of the experience, and I want to feel a part of it. That's why when I don't know the song, I just feel lost. But they had an opening act named Carmen, and that's what that girl. What's her name? Queen. Queen Herbie. Yeah, so she's from that group. With her husband, they used to be a group together named Carmen. And I really did like those songs and I downloaded it and I kept up with them. But like now that. when I think about it sometimes, I'm like, oh, Queen Herbie, she out by herself. But like I knew her and I saw her perform with her husband in that group. Yeah, I like Broken Hearted and um, Acapella. Yes. Um, I'm upset because when I went to see Beyonce and Jay-Z, um, I <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset that I had to see Jay Z, but yeah, um, I missed um Chloe and Hallie because I got there late, and I missed like it's being late, and I missed yeah, I got there late. I didn't see Chloe either. So my my journey to see on the run two is a whole a whole story. Like, I actually didn't go to that show. Oh, I wish I did though, but I did see for me too. I mean, Alicia got that. Right. I didn't. I've been. To, I've been to all Beyonce concerts. Good for you. <laughs> she is so sick. No, I'm upset. She's a motherfucking cookie, bitch. Because. Oh my god. Because of all of these fucking years, I have loved that bitch. I have seen her one time. Mm-hmm. Once. Me Y'all too. Not, Y'all not living right. I'm not. I'm really not. Well, bitch, fuck you. How oh we had the the finances to go? Well, as a child, I you know. But you made it work. I didn't have the fucking finances to do it. Right. I was but, broke trying to see Beyonce. I mean, but as a little boy, you know, your parents are going to be like, you want to go see Beyonce? Like, right. And so, of course, that was for all the way up through, like, um, I Am Tour. And then she didn't tour again until basically self-titled i couldn't go to that either because i was still underage and and when nobody mm. no ticket how good it is to be grown right <laughs> but but for the first on the run so i've only been like an adult for on the run formation and on the run too for the first on the run mm. i was in um in AIT in the army so i couldn't be doing all that going to concerts and stuff because it was too far away it wasn't close enough so mm-hmm. I, I wasn't gonna be able to do that. And then when she was doing formation tour, I was in Korea. So and she did not take her, her ass nowhere near <laughs> fucking Korea. I just said, well, I won't be going there. Sorry. You said yeah. we're doing a world tour and we going to Europe and that's motherfucking it. <laughs> that is the world. And so I couldn't go to that either. So I was like, I'm going to see on the run too. And that was niggas really call it a world tour and go to US, Canada and, and England. <laughs> and I've seen BTS live. We got to go back to Mustard because that's what the fuck we're talking about. But oh I've God. seen them live, and like when I tell you, it was the best thing of my life. So, like, my mom is a Beyonce fan too. So, when I she was like, How was a concert when I got back? And I wasn't comparing them in any type of way, but I said, like, them and Beyonce were the best performance I've ever seen. And it was like as good in my opinion as like formation, even though formation is still my number one tour. I was saying like it was a really good show, like and it felt really positive. And she was like, mm. 
not just comparing <laughs> them. I'm, like, I'm not comparing them whole, but like they not whole. They ate like oh the black folks and BTS, they that's always their response. Mm. <laughs> I hate how they just turn a blind eye to it because if they actually listen to the motherfucking music, they like it. But I mean, I guess they all I just never could take them seriously though, because I've sat up and heard conversations about how Michael Jackson was worldwide. And how they like that, but they don't want it reversed. I just can't take them seriously ever. <laughs> well, that's a good ass point, actually, because they love to talk about when big American artists are international and people all over the world love them. But when it's the other and English, but when it's the other way around, it's just like, huh? Great. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the foreign acts that we have had were still like English speaking. Like yeah. some people, I, I didn't know for a long time that Drake was from fucking Canada. Fucking <laughs> Canada. I just thought he was a light bright. They oh. should have they should have stopped um trying to give us people when um we got my heart will go on. They should have stopped <laughs> it with her right there, and they should have gave uh, us nobody else. No, we're not gonna do that to Aubrey. Um, you aren't gonna do that. No comment. I, I'm not about to do that to Aubrey. No, I'm not gonna allow it. I'm putting my foot down. I like I, I like <coughs> sorry, I like Drake. I just didn't know he was from Canada. He has a moment or two that I enjoy. I'll give him that. I, I also want to go on record and give him a round of applause <laughs> for being honest of the decade because I was watching one of his um YouTube videos like a month ago or so and he was talking about how like the black community didn't embrace him as artist of the decade. And I feel like it's because we're just so used to seeing him as number one and stuff like that. Like, we kind of just, like, got used to, like, I just was used to Drake running the charts. And yeah. then when he did, I just didn't speak on it. But I do, because if it, it was anybody else, we all would have been like, oh, my God, a Black person artist of the decade. Like, this is so I mean, true. And I just want to give him a round of applause. He ain't ever going to watch this, but round of applause to you, Drake, for artist of the decade. I see you. I'm proud to see you as a Black person. Ran the charts for 10 years and heard one. I'm happy for you. Aubrey, Aubrey, if you hear this, I want you to know that I love you. You my fucking cinnamon apple. <laughs> Not my cinnamon. I want you to know that. When he I'm said that, I was like, oh my God, that is so true. And I really felt bad when I was watching it because like I couldn't imagine like I just know Twitter. And if it was any other black person, we would have been like, oh my God, you know, black person. Artist of the year. I just don't know why when it came to Drake, it wasn't being mm. like on in the black community or like on Twitter. Like I saw maybe LeBron James post about it and some other people, but like that was it. Like nobody was like giving him his flowers. So here you go, here go this bouquet from um Trader Joe's. That's all I can motherfucking afford. Here go flowers. Well, on that point, I think a lot of that has to do with two things in conjunction with each other one is that a lot of drake's fans are basically locals mm-hmm. and two locals for the most part really don't care about award shows anymore yeah and so you know his core base that is going to actually give a fuck probably like even though he's there and getting this big award probably isn't going to watch it anyway because they don't give a fuck about awards they just want to hear his music mm-hmm. even though i still feel like even if it was somebody else that didn't have like a big, a black person that didn't have like a big fan of, like we still would all rejoice. Yeah. yeah. 
and we did it. And I feel bad because I knew if that was me in that position, especially because Drake has never hit that, you know, he was the black or anything like that. He's always been like, I'm black, I'm this, I'm half this, you know what I'm saying? He's always collaborated with other black artists, always put other black artists on. Um, mm-hmm. So Drake yeah. gave a weekend. I mean, of course, the weekend it also has to do with hard work, but that exposure. I mean, yeah, but he. I didn't know who the weekend was. So he was on Drake's album. Let's be honest. That's the yeah. truth. I mean, it is hard work, but when you get that exposure and you take yeah, it along he, with he it, he put the hard work behind. He he used his um he used his opportunity to the fullest and and became the weekend. Yeah, but right. I'm saying like if for Drake giving him that platform, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, because um that one boy did stay with um Rihanna, and that was some big ass exposure, and we ain't heard yeah. from him since. And I ain't heard from that nigga since. Couldn't tell you his name, Mickey, Mio, Miyako. Who? Mickey Echo. Mickey Echo. I want you to stay. Yeah, that guy. Ain't heard from him since then. I really. Oh uh, wait, y'all. We supposed to be talking about Musta. We talk about everything but Musta. Um, that's the beauty of conversation when it's okay. very natural. But okay, but we have to guide the conversation back. Yeah, to- just make it a point. Goddamn. Um. Oh my god, Musta. My um, so aggressive today. Yeah, like I'm telling you, I don't feel that well. Who's spinning your weedies this morning, baby? Because <laughs> it wasn't anyway. me, baby, and I ain't anyway. wake up either. Who stole your edibles? <laughs> It was probably me. That's <laughs> Muster. Um, I think the show was um, really good. It was actually really nice to see them on stage doing a lot of songs because I feel mm-hmm. like we've just been getting uh, a butter performance, a dynamite performance, um, a mix of one of those songs here and there. And then, yeah. you know, that's it. Take your food and go. But, like, it was nice to see them on stage with like different outfits and like doing multiple songs it just felt good to see them in like a concert setting yeah and it was outdoors it was brilliant that they put it outdoors like that's because like like, the the one concert like it was good but it felt like watching like it felt like watching like one long like award show award show performance yeah it was still but good was but that's really what it's like it yeah was really good like it was still a great show but them being outside like i was watching a concert like honestly a- that concert really felt i mean that the muster really felt how real concerts feel from i feel like one um, they wanted to perform so bad and like put on a show for us i'm not saying it was bad or anything but the energy from muster kind of just felt more like what we get from the concerts because they're really playful like that on stage like they just yeah some funny dudes like they and i feel like we didn't, each other for, we didn't get that for one because it was very structured and uh, and very i'm going to pres- i'm going to serve this performance but it's and right they did it, and, they did it. and it was still a good show but yeah with my skills and i'm i'm about to eat this up like it was very much that right, but this gave me like i'm going to see bts in concert like this gave me like love yourself um, yeah that's exactly what it gave i honestly do feel like when they do perform again though we might get the same energy for one which i'm not mad at i mean they ate that shit up like they was they was performing like 
the rent was due. I wouldn't mind that either just because they haven't performed so much and I feel like they feel like they might have something to prove to us. So mm-hmm. we might get like, you know, that same energy. But the maybe later on, as time regresses, they might, you know, um, get a little bit like more relaxed. Mm-hmm. And then we might get more like mustard, but yeah. The landlord was knocking on, on the back door. Okay, because you see how uh, JK was doing um, chicken the soup that dance? Like, rent Big- was- the you rent you notice too. The rent, the cable, the water, the lights, the gas bill. He had all, a child to feed. Like all of it. Oh, okay, but anyway, back to what we were talking about. We have to cut that out. Uh, My editing favorite me. mustard is like the fifth one though. Like it's just it was something in the air. I think they got new iPads or something because this mustard, I think has made it to the top of my list is my favorite because let's talk about the set list the set list oh because no when they performed moving on i almost exploded. i teared up teared up because i'm like <gasps> not oh i didn't even have words you never walk alone bitch i've been listening right? to that I, was like, now. Now. Never I always knew that alone. song but i play that when i get in the car every day now just because they performed it again I- like not you never walk alone like not this song <laughs> right please when i heard the ding, ding, i said ah. like i, I just didn't know you fucking want <laughs> <laughs> i have a question a quick question when yeah. people say that wings is in their top three are do you guys assume they automatically um are including you never walk alone because wings don't have spring day or you never walk alone or 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 yeah I, th- I think that's a mm. because let me look at because when that, I always that, talk about that is in life right that's what I think it's a it's a part of no because you never walk alone is like is wings plus spring day and you never walk alone mm. I gotta add that to the deep study list because I didn't put that on oh Nathan I just noticed you got me your ain't this your favorite album. The one you bought me for my birthday. Which one did I get you again? E- um, oh no, that's one of my favorites. But my favorite is Young Forever. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that got ooh, autumn leaves moving on. Love is not over. I call that one the most beautiful. Yeah, Young Forever, but that is my favorite one oh, of my favorite eras. Three versions of butterfly all three versions <laughs> that's my favorite era from them like um um like b-day is probably my favorite era from beyonce but i still love that album so much like i always get confused i'm like do i want to put tear as my number one or young forever and then i always just go back and forth but it's my favorite era for them what song is it that does it for you on love yourself tear Love me. That's my favorite song on there. Um, so I have a two-way tie. Come on, love me. I love love me. That's my favorite song on there. Me and Yana. That's our favorite song. Oh, I was actually, that song though. I don't know about her, but it's my favorite song. Um, but I have a two-way tie for Tear, and what? it's Magic Shop in Paradise. <laughs> when I read the lyrics to those songs, I literally cried. La, la, la. This I is was, why the fifth muster is my favorite one because we got those performances. 
But I, I well, not paradise. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. For paradise I was about to say, I got love maze, okay, and I've been eating ever since. Like I go back to that performance a lot. I was like, I don't know what performance she watched when she saw paradise. Okay, I'm sorry to y'all, but I got my favorite song on the album. I mean, it's a good while I, performing I, too. Paradise. Hey, I actually good. did. Well, Dimple is not on that. That's Ooh, on um her. That's on her. That's on her. Dimple I love out your hair. I feel like that song so slept on. It's a cutie. It's a cutie. What was your favorite part from um, Monster? I loved um my favorite part from this year's Monster was Desh Desha and Chicken Noodle Soup because mm-hmm. it was our first time seeing them live. They've been sitting on these songs for over a year, and we never saw it live. And mm-hmm. I love that we got OT Seven doing those songs. Like it yeah, wasn't just yeah, it wasn't just Yungi and Hobie. Like it was everybody. They learned the words, and they they had fun. Like it just looked like so much fun. Like Yungi was sitting there trying to be serious, and he was laughing his ass off. <laughs> like it was so cute. It was so nice. And no, he like, loved that was, shit. He loved. I levitated because they look so happy. Like, I was like, this is this is this is why I'm here. Like this shit, it gave me so much serotonin just to see them having fun. And 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 I was like, I got my rap with Jimin. Like I never get rap with Jimin. I never get rap with when, because I thought that that was about to be Yungi, and then I looked and I was like, "No, Yungi sitting over there. Who is this?" Yeah, and it was I, was so I yelled, I yelled, I yelled. I let out the biggest gas. I'm like, Jimin. And then they put that nigga in a lip ring. Mm, mm, mm. What was they thinking about? My was moving on. Like I just, it was so good to me. Yes, because other than the two rap solos, that was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. What? Wait, what was that? Moving on. Can we talk okay. about how in the beginning I can't forget the name of the festival, but you know those those black festivals they used to have back in the day. They used to come on TV. What was the name of it? Wait, I think huh? it used to come on BET where like all the performers would perform. Was it Summer Jam? No. Well, that's the one they have in New York. The teen, like the summit, teeny summit and shit. Was it that where like it'll be a festival and like everybody, all the like people that was popular at the time will come and perform? Yeah, teen, 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 teen. when they perform butter in those like beach shirts and like the light was still out, like it reminded me of a like a festival when I saw it. And when they went from goddamn wait, what song opened the show? It wasn't butter. It was uh, goddamn. Life goes on. Life goes on. When they went from motherfucking life goes on into butter, I I bust. No, because when you saw them hoes, I bust. Because my, let me tell you, uh, it's like I know what's coming. I'm about to tell you why I bust. Nay, look away. No, you. don't you say it because I will talk about your name. I will. Let me tell y'all something about John Junker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we gonna get into Yungi after this. Let me tell y'all something. My homeboy, and I call him my homeboy respectfully. <laughs> my homeboy had on the, the goddamn B shirt with the tattoos out. Oh my god. But he was give, he was given he was given eyebrow piercing. Mm-hmm. Giving he was giving it's a hot boy summer out mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. They had the, the out. Now why you put on that horse fit? 
the arms out and the legs out. I said, oh, they're skin. They're naked. <laughs> Not naked. They're naked. You know, like Victorian era men. Like, you're looking at belly buttons and legs. And- they're up here naked. Naked. Are you not ashamed of yourself? <laughs> you are up here naked, sir. But I like that. that. Summer. But I like that, though. Keep going. I like that. <laughs> More of that. It was great. John Jungkook, no notes for you, sweetie. You're doing great. Mm-hmm. Keep it at that. And we're going to keep it at that. I'm going to be respectful. Mm-hmm. Talk about how this fight here on Hobie is going down in history, like oh, in, in the history books. Like I wrote it in myself personally. Bitch. When this I is all the history that we're witnessing. When I saw that super platinum fucking blonde hair, I was like, "Oh, bitch. I screamed! I screamed! I did!" I said, "They got so blonde together." Oh, oh rap line. <gasps> I yelled because I saw Yungi and I was like, blonde Yungi? What the fuck? Did that you happen? know he's in the y'all know how I feel about them with blonde hair. I said, oh my God. Goddamn August D. When did y'all invite August D? I didn't know he was coming today. Like, hello. August Can D was I'm gonna share my song with my brothers too. <laughs> August D was in attendance. I loved everything about it. Hobie ate up. Um, Yungi's verse, that fast verse. Oh, oh my, my god. god, yes, yeah, Hobie yeah. ate that shit the fuck up. No, when I take it, he just that video on my timeline, bitch. I watch it 10 times. This to remind me of um, um, that Beyonce dance break, like always the diva dance break, like always. I'm yeah. always watching, I'm always retweeted, but it's, it's he just never misses. Like, I listen to every verse, so I'm like, oh, this is best verse, you know this, and I just be listening, like, miss Hobie the delivery is just it's unmatched, like, you, you have that down. I said that on Twitter, like, it's amazing how he never misses. Like, he's really an ace. Like, no, like, Hobie really that nigga. No, because I always hear them talk about how, like, he had to, you know, develop that, which I understand. But when I even go back and listen to their songs, I'm like, his delivery, it just got better and better. But it was still, like, top tier, even from their, when they were just, you know, starting out. Like, it's always been good. His delivery is unmatched. Good. It's always been good. Hobie, Hobie really don't miss. Like that nigga, even that nigga don't miss. Even I've been listening. Sorry, go ahead. Even in the heat of the moment, he don't miss. In the midst of it all. In the midst like, of I it all. To miss. where you from? And I'd be like, you was rapping like this. Like he eats it up. It's just like his delivery, his stage presence, like 10 out of 10 across the board. Yes, but uh, those no notes for you, Hobie, you're doing great. When um, people say that if you see them live, you're gonna like your eyes will just keep watching him. They mean that because like when I tell you I was I was trying to focus on everybody else, but I couldn't. I just that's no. a, he's a palmer. But he's that's a the, that's the main reason why he became my bias. Cause when I started to really watch like the performances and stuff, I, I would always find myself looking at him. Never I'm, miss a beat. Wow. I was like, I what? still look at him. He's not even my bias. I'm like, hope he's eating this up. Like, do y'all see? Like he's just like he uh, when he's on stage, he's really like captivating. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I always watch I try to watch all of them, but I literally can't. Like <laughs> I can't hey, I'm looking at Hobie. I'm like, what Hobie doing? Right, no, like I really have to watch the performances over so I can watch a different to person. watch everybody. I watch him and I watch Jimin. I'm not even gonna lie. I watch him and Jimin a lot. Like I, I, I 
Jungkook be getting me sometimes. I be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know he lying. But yeah, I watch. That's the big three. That's who I be watching. I'm like, oh my God, these guys are great. He is a star. I just, I just like, when I think about it, I just get emotional. And I want to donate, not donate, I want to. I was about to say, who you (laughs) (laughs) I want this song. By Mariah Carey is going to hold me. I'm so sorry to make that, but I just have to give my all. I just oh, (laughs) (laughs) not a dedication. She said, "Don't." There we go. That's the word I was looking for. I was I was trying to ramble till I found a word. (laughs) Wow! But I dedicate. Um, I'm about to mute her mic. No, because you you also be talking about my man too, and I never say nothing. Mm. Like I'd never say anything. So you you gonna let me have this moment. Okay. I mean, I'm not gonna say nothing. I just gave John John Cook a whole segment. You could say something. You could say that what you want to say. That nigga John Cook, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> this bitch <laughs> baby wait, stutter. <laughs> let me tell y'all something about John John Cook. But let me tell you, bitch, I had to apologize to so many of my Jungkook by his moves because I was on the timeline acting a fool. Acting a fool. Over this man. Over a belly button. Oh, girl, over some arms <laughs> and, and knees and ankles. I have a question. Have, no, 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 no. Let me tell you something about Jungkook. John Jungkook John gives clavicle. He gives... He, he on, clavicle. He, he gives a little stuff. Come on, she had to look at the dictionary real quick when she came on today. John John Cook gives neck clavicle. He give a little bit of top titty. I don't know what you call that. <laughs> What's the top of the titty? The bicep. The top of the titty? I don't know. He gives that. He gives top of the titty and <laughs> the, a little bit of the crevices. Top of the titty. titty. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he gives cleavage. Yes, that's what he gives. Come on. <laughs> That oh, that's boy. that's exactly the word, cleavage. Naked, I said, you are out here whoring yourself out. I like that. More of that, please. And tell your friends to do the same. <laughs> John Cook says, hot. Hot Barbie summer. And speaking He's of that, hot. that goes into my question because... They be having these damn jackets and shit on and short sleeve shirts under it. And I'm just like, I know it's hot in Korea and he <laughs> I've been there. I know he been how, wanted, I know he been wanting to show that shit. Like I know how it gets down in June. Let them take them jackets off. Y'all still got the, the other shirt on. Take the jacket the off. June. Let's talk about let's talk about Nam June. One of my bias records. Sexy Nam June. When Jungkook said that, I laughed so hard. Sexy Nam June, you know that nigga was out there showing, showing. <laughs> that nigga. Nam I just June. have to turn away sometimes. Just, he was out there I feel showing like his I don't ribs. Know. I saw the side of his ribs. I saw underarm. He was giving whole arm. The whole arm. muscle. He was giving. Oh. <laughs> I'm screaming. That mother. Oh. 
He's lost his mind. I said, this man is crazy. Close the motherfucking gyms today. Who told him to let the uh, the arms out? Uh-uh, leave them he shit said, open. guns out, guns out. And you know what? <laughs> You're right. You are absolutely correct, sexy Nam June. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. 10 out of 10. Tens across the board. I'm just mad because he just know he said, like, I, he just know. And he just be doing stuff like, stop it. Stop Nam it. June, Nam June was dripping wet. <laughs> he he be post, you see the pictures he posts? He knows. And I need you to so ever listen to this. I need you to stop playing with my heart like that. Because you oh. know what you do to me. Oh, wow. Oh. He know, friend. He know he keep doing it. I, I can't oh, take I it. No Not the tears. <laughs> I can't take it no motherfucker, bro. Like, okay. wow. These you know, because when I told you, I was I was about to close my laptop. No, from zero 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 one from when the performance started because I saw tattoos. I saw him sitting in a car. Muscles just. Oh my god! Like I was. I'm not watching this. I'm not I'm watching. Turn it I can't off. do it. Turn that shit off. Immediately. I watched, it. I watched it with both eyes. I was watching like a whore. I was on the time. <laughs> I was on the timeline at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Dedication. Like I was pouring. I was at going six in the through it. At 6 a.m. I was bussing. I was bussing before I even had breakfast. The sun didn't even come up. The sun wasn't up and I, I was in the bus. You need to stop it, June. You just need to stop it. No, because all of them niggas need to be in jail. Jail! <laughs> oh my God. Jail! All and you keep smiling. Jail. Listen, you keep smiling with your teeth. Smile at me one more time. Watch Smile at me one more time with your teeth. <laughs> you think I won't come to South Korea? You think okay. I won't jump through my computer screen? You think I won't? You think I won't jump through the, the fabric? Of space and time. When I tell you, I will wander vision myself. <laughs> you know, we gotta move on to the next person. I will astro project myself. And I was also listening to Mono the other day while I journaled, and I mean, you're just you're an amazing writer. Like I, he has something that a lot of people don't have that he just has himself where he's just able to write very beautiful messages and I have to give it to him. Like you, yeah. he's a great, great writer. He's a great songwriter. Let's talk about how Namjoon said, when this Corona shit is over, <laughs> I said, wow, you giving me arms and cuss words. I love it here. <laughs> Love it here. My favorite song on mono is Soul. And I just want to talk about my favorite line because oh every God, time I listen No, every time I listen to this, like I get emotional because I take those words and I just put my own kind of twist into it and like what I'm going through. But if love and hate are the same word, I love you so. If love and hate are the same word, I hate you so. Like, come on. I love that's my favorite song. Like I used to be, let me tell you, I play it every day. Like I used to be bopping to that song, and then I read the lyrics, and I was like, this shit kind of sad. It is sad, but every time I listen to it, I just, it makes me happy. I feel hurt, even though it's a song. It makes me happy. 
I feel I don't know, weird because I, even though it is kind of like somewhat sad, I just take the message because it's it's exactly what I'm feeling, but like in a different context. And it's just he's just such a beautiful writer, and I wish that I was able to convey my mo- emotions the way he is through writing, that he does through writing. But he's just such a beautiful writer and a beautiful man. Yeah, everybody can't be sexy now, June. Okay, Next we gotta person. move on before we start drooling. Who else? Who we ain't talked about? Yungi. Oh. Okay. Yungi. My other bias record. Now, okay. Was that necessary? All right. You, I, I'm talking about, I said my bias, my bias record, and my other bias record. I'm not going to leave him out. Okay. Now, Yungi. Man. You know, you know, how many tweets have I tweeted? About him with blonde hair. I've lost mm-hmm. count. I've lost count. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't take it anymore. Um, and you keep posting pictures every day. And I just know he's going to post with some blonde, more you pictures come blonde home. hair. You coming home. And, and, I and I... Mm-hmm. It's the tear. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, let me stop fucking around. But like he ate for sure. Like he's also somebody, that's why he's one of my bias records too, a beautiful writer. Every time I listen to D2 with specific songs, like I also feel very hurt. But uh, honestly, a lot of those songs are somewhat like I feel hurt in like the same context. So I can listen to those songs sometimes and just like um just escape and be like, wow, somebody understands what I'm saying. It was able to perfectly put it into song but yeah he's also such a great writer and he killed mustard too um like when he was yeah. rapping like it's just a great rapper like every time i see him perform live and rap i just i'm in awe every time and he looked good as fuck min yungi a love letter this is a love letter to uh min yungi min yungi I love you. <laughs> um, Period. The end. <laughs> no, like, I, listen, I just loved the way Yungi was smiling. He looked so happy. It was, I was reminded that he's not in pain anymore. So he was actually enjoying himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, the pain in his shoulder was not at the back of his mind the whole time. And he could actually like dance and, and not be in pain and, and enjoy doing what he loves to do. Mm-hmm. And he looked so happy. He was shining from the inside out. I thought me personally, because I know him personally, he checks up on mm. me. I know that's right. Um, yeah, he checks up on me. And mm-hmm. so I just love to see him smile. I loved every time he, he laughed at them being a fool. And <laughs> when he was driving up in the car and Jen ass was going popping, popping. Violet was so contagious too. Like you just feel happy. He was so happy and it made me happy. Yes. And I love that for him. I love that he is out here living life with no pain. And 
I just, I just love Happy Yoongi. Like, he was so happy. Because this is the first time they had a whole concert that he's not in pain. Or about his shoulder. And that was really getting to me because I was like, I can really see him enjoying himself. It's not like I never knew he was like enjoying himself, but now I know he's really. Yeah, that he was going. Right now that we know what we know, what we know. They put my nigga in blonde hair. I said, wait a minute. Mm, mm, mm. I If I could have stopped the stream and paused, I would have. Because I needed a moment to collect myself. Because what you're not going to do is spring blonde Yoongi on me out of the blue. That's what you're not going to do. Like, no warning on nothing. No warning on nothing. Y'all just paying the camera. And I'm like, who is this nigga? <gasps> Yoongi? <laughs> it's, it's that gas for me. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like you ain't through the post, both of them. I said, Yungi, my nigga was blonde. I didn't know he was blonde. None of us knew, bitch. I didn't even know that um that Hobie was ultra platinum until they posted them pictures. It's white. They gave me twin platinum blondes, and I said, you know what? <laughs> Y'all put blonde hair on soap for me. Personally, it was for me. And then, oh, wait, because we're not even on him yet. So I'm going to shut the fuck up. I'm going to (laughs) wait. We ain't even got to him yet. I'm going to chill out. Let's get to then. Oh, wait, Nathan (sighs) didn't even talk about Yuki. Bitch. Oh, Yuki going like... Yunki gonna give, and we already mentioned this, but the Deja Job performance, D2 is my favorite mixtape. I know I'm hobby biased, but D2 just did something to my spirit. And mm-hmm. he had an RM feature. And I know, <laughs> I, I, and I know it's kind of like local of me to, to be like this, but. <laughs> Strange and Detroit are my favorite songs on D. No, Strange. When I talk about the messages, Strange, Moonlight, like the message is just top tier. Like those are my favorite songs out there. I cannot wait until we get to the deep study for D two. Me too. And Mono. Oh my god! Like I'm busting out the scenes right now. And hope my favorite song on D two is what do you think? Period. I love that. It reminds me of um like. Like he the said, Roman, the Roman voice when he does that when he's repeating, um, like the chorus and he oh, like kind of does like a monster. To, I like you're reminding me of that. Yeah, that nigga said, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> I felt it. I felt it. I don't know who he was talking to, but yeah, you can go fuck yourself. Actually, too. yeah, you can. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, go do it. Go fuck yourself expeditiously. Actually, put a rush on. <laughs> Not put a rush on it. Put a rush on it. Go and listen to Rush by June while you oh. And you know what? Period. Okay, let's get into Jen. So now. Jen, Kim, so Jen. Kim. Because when they posted that picture before the show, I, I screamed because <laughs> that that hair color he has right now. Oh my god, I love it. It's like like 
honey barn kind of is so cute and i love it so much and he looks so good and he ate vocally always i mean i don't know a time where jen did not eat up vocally i just i don't think it exists and it was never will uh but he ate to show up um of course, he was acting down too in the motherfucking VCRs. Like, no them fucking VCRs. <laughs> he didn't help me in the driver's I was so confused. I was like, are we in space? <laughs> that Why motherfucker Robo was getting on my nerves too. But let's get back to the, the main point. He looked good, sounded great. Um, if you need my number, DM me. Wow. Um, you talking yeah. to Sokja? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. When I get Kennedy on you. What's she yeah. going to do to me? She just going to oh. make a joke. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know nothing. Uh, Kennedy, I know she be listening to these. Come see about me. But Ooh, I'm ready to fight. Um, she I'm said, ready to go up. to war for it. I'm ready to go to war for it. <laughs> she said, bitches, you're going to pull up, though. Come see about me. Come, 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 oh, see, about come me. see about me. I love Kim So Jin. Um, he's so cute. He's so funny. I want to be his best friend. I want to hold his hand. I want to go on walks with him and talk to him about my day. Like, he just seems like the nicest person <laughs> to be around. Like, okay, like he just seems like the best person to be around. Like, I just love his energy. Like, I. I love Kim So Jin. He has not age. I mean, he's still young, but like, goddamn. Respectfully, don't age. Like, what the fuck is that? Kim So Jin, that nigga aging backwards. He aging like Lorenz Tate. I don't know what to call it, whether it's his tone or whatever, but the sound of his voice, I don't even know how to Beautiful. describe it. Beautiful. But, but I love, like, he has his, his unique sound. And I yes. I don't know, it's different. And I love that. Like, oh my God. The way he's, it's just the way he sings. I don't know. I love it. Like, uh, it's amazing. Like, Jen is, Jen is the moment. And like, it's super distinct. He is the moment. He's that nigga. Like, he's that nigga. He say he is. He is. That nigga said, I'm worldwide handsome and meant that and is. It is. Like, I ain't never heard a lot come out that man mouth. So he said what the fuck he said. Like, he's like, I'm that pretty nigga. And what you're going to do about it? Like, I'm that pretty nigga. We I'm all agree. We can see. And I can like, And I can sing. Like, and in, the, in my meantime, I like to fish and tell dad jokes. Like, that's and what I'm that's his I solo am. songs, like when I tell you, oh my god, his no. solos, like, like what didn't like what possessed you? I would love to sit in the studio with Jin and just listen to him be creative. Like every time I listen to him sing, I'm like, bro, like nobody could have sang that. Like you, nobody could have sang that specific part the way you just did it. Mourn, mourn, Jin, mourn. The videos on Twitter when him and um Jimin were in the car and Jimin. And yes, he ate too, but we'll get to Jimin in a minute. But oh, we gonna get to Jimin uh, in a minute. We gotta say Jimin for last, y'all. We but, gotta do today next. But when they were in the car and Jimin was singing these songs, and and Jim was in the car with Jimin, and 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 Jim was just over it. He was like, 
<laughs> he was like saying, yeah. He was like, <laughs> but he just sounded so damn good. Like, fuck. Oh, really, like, like, I cry when he sang Epiphany Live. Like, I always go back and look at those videos because I was just so, so fucking happy. Like, and he did so good. Like, the way he moved the audience. You can't move an audience like that. He moved the audience with his voice and a piano. No, like, Jin has my, as far as just the voice alone, he has my favorite singing voice in BTS. Mm. He, he really does. Mm-hmm. Now, there are other styles and inflections from others that I prefer, but as far as just the his bass voice, Jin has my favorite because I just love his sound. It's different and unique. Let and me I- tell y'all, let me tell y'all something about Kim Sook Jin and Let Go. Man, let go. He be eating. in the middle of that circle of dancing niggers. Oh my god! And I'm sorry, dancing Korean niggers. What are what they? Korean. <laughs> you said it yourself, bitch. No, I said they just gonna be Korean today. They let's let's days. Let's keep the Koreans Korean. You're right. Yeah. Because you we gonna attract the wrong audience, and I don't want that. (laughs) I'm not. I we gonna attract we gonna attract the June Tavius motherfucker. (laughs) Because this is the way that I will go onto our Koreans, and I don't want it. No, I will (laughs) turn the notifications from people that we don't follow off and then we'll just <laughs> that way and we'll just not look at it because I sometimes know. i like to go to like that we i mean we we still got like two listeners but i still don't want to attract we this is not k music and uh uh black women k music and black women <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, not that we not shucking and jiving over here y'all it's okay <laughs> so anyways jen gets in the circle of korean men's who be dancing, they be going off. And he just stands there and belts. Like, he's pulling that shit from his ass. I don't know where he put it from. From no, the but- tips of his toes, like, I feel every piece of his body as he's singing those notes. Like, Jin but- eats these Japanese songs up. But apparently, like, when, like, some singers have like the big belty notes like that. They'll squeeze their cheeks to give themselves more support to to sing the note better. And so he might be singing from his ass. Like you just never know. <laughs> we gonna need a view. I'm kidding. Bye. He is in that circle, clenching. You get my nerves. Just singing his motherfucking ass off. Clenching. I just need y'all to. If y'all ain't never heard "Let Go" the Japanese track. Y'all need to go listen to it because why is their best Japanese song? And anyway. let's talk about him as an opener on Autumn Leaves. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's talk about it. I said this a couple of weeks ago. I said they do a good job of picking which member starts these songs. And Jen on Autumn Leaves started the moment. Song. Like I just couldn't imagine anybody else starting that like that. It was everything. Yes. Give it, give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. It was, it was, it was, it was <laughs> all over the place. 
my God. <laughs> we got to move on. We got to move on because we still got other topics. So let's get into tape. Oh, Jesus. My original bias. Good Lord. I started choking. Like, <laughs> now. Just, now, let me just say, he's also someone I, I pay attention to when, like, I see them doing live performances because he has some type of, like, natural, like, I hate this word, but, like, swagger that just, like, oozes mm-hmm. from him. And it's just so, it's sexy, it's good. Like, oh, my God, like, right. How do you do it? It's just so natural too. Like nobody else. I watched Tay too because Tay is also a performer. Like but he turns and shit. Like Tay is a performer. Like beautiful writer too. Because he say he be writing. He do. He be writing. He be like he be pushing. Hold me tight. He be pushing. Oh my god! Like your pen, you push that shit. You push that round of applause. He pushes his pen. He pushes. But, and and of course his solo songs, just beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. voice. Too. Like me and Nathan always talk about how we're more like nowadays, especially with me. I'm infatuated when singers sing and they're like lower register because it's harder. Yes, mm-hmm. and, and it helps bring out like the soul that's in his voice. Yeah, it's and it's hard, that's and he's also. Me. He can sing super high too. Like he has an amazing range. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the that draws me to him. Like the way, like he really, like you can. That's the thing I love best about his voice is like you can really feel the emotion in his voice when he sings. Like, bitch. Mm-hmm. For example, the part of my first, room when he performed. Oh my, my first BTS song was Singularity, bitch. When it- I. And going into it, knowing it was a K-pop album, having heard K-pop before, that's not the shit I was expecting. Right. That wasn't what the fuck I was expecting to hear. I was expecting to hear something to, like, dance to. I was expecting <laughs> no fucking be Neil bullshit. You thought you was going to be dropping, friend, and that's not what that was. Uh-uh. What the fuck was We've going been attracting the here. wrong crowd again. <laughs> this is a statement. That <laughs> <laughs> but, no, that's not Let what I... Let me tell you that's not I felt what I was expecting to hear. And then outside of you know his talent, the thing about Tay that I really love is that he is really like committed to just being himself and being comfortable in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are that's why like he has that natural like swagger. Too. Right. And there are points where I've like I feel like I can see that he's still trying to get comfortable with just being his authentic self on stage because i mean it's just like that sometimes especially when you're like in front of millions like it'd be like that Mm, but but he's still like he like you can tell he just be i'm going to be me and this is how i'm going to deliver it and that's why it's just so good because it's like this is who he is like let me tell you he wants to present himself and he does that he does and it just it comes off so well too and you hear it, you you see it with the way just him being himself and like his natural charisma. You hear it in his voice. You see it in the way he dances. You see it in his pictures when he posts or like when they do magazine shoots. Like he has something that is just so specific to him. Right. And it comes off so well. And I love that. Like when they did like Fight in My Room, like of course they they just they're all super different, but like him specifically, he has such just such a natural just like charisma he was singing and like just him his mannerisms like I was infatuated when I was watching and of course I love that song but like mm-hmm. like, yeah, like he really did like that was my favorite performance mm-hmm. from him from the night like mm-hmm. it just, 
so good and like his song mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. good and his voice is just so good and it's so different and I mm-hmm. love that. I feel singularity in my pussy goodbye every time goodbye. Every time. good night every good time night. I gotta every go time. it never fails every time I'm quaking it's the opening notes for me like who who he who is he talking to? Because so? this man just told me to drop my draws. I think he said that. Because why are my draws dropped all of a sudden? That's not what he said. That I'm sure that was what he said when I read the lyrics. <laughs> I was very confused when I read the lyrics because I said this is not what he said. Oh my god, he was dancing down in that video too. And was and live. He was giving. Yes. Oh I my said, god. No, 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 y'all. I'm so sorry that I'm interrupting you, but I have to say this. When he, when I saw them live and he performed that shit, he had his eyes closed and then he opened them. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what came over me, but something did. It's just the way he opened his eyes. And he, I thought he was looking right at me, even though I was in the far back. I thought I was on stage. Like he was looking deep into my soul. I was, I was. A little nervous like he it was so good like oh my god I wish sometimes I wish they would go back and perform those souls or you can even just look it up on YouTube I'm pretty sure everybody has saw it but when he opened his eyes in that stadium something happened within the universe something shifted Kim Young, I have a question for you I know you're listening you are our best listener um, Kim Young, I want to ask you a question how is it that you can make me want you in grandpa clothes? Let me know. I love this style. I've been trying to figure it out. My nigga is grandpa clothes chic debonair. You know what I'm saying? You like, know, like rich grandpa too, though, because you know he, he, he love him. A, he love him a tag. He gives me rich grandpa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Going out to the country club to go talk about, you know. Rich nigga shit with his friends. And I be wanting him. Like, make it make sense to me. Because I don't like grandpa clothes on other people. (laughs) It's sexy on him, though. But I want want him in the grandpa clothes. (laughs) Explain that to me, Kim Young. Now, at me. DM me. Mm-hmm. And let me know the mm-hmm. reason why I want you. That's you all. Like, I'm just sexy. That's all I got to say to Kim Tae Young. I mean, everybody that we've talked about already, can y'all DM me? <laughs> <laughs> can y'all slide in my DMs and you know let me know why I want y'all? I want y'all, and I, I want you. I, I like want y'all all for different reasons too. And how y'all do that? I like you and I want you. And we could do this the easy way or the hard way. Oh, no, not the hard way. My oh, sister's going to act weird. <laughs> the wrong audience. Listen, <laughs> if you was an obsessive fan, you do not belong here. Yeah, because you're not going to like us. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is not the podcast for you. Please exit stage. Yes, fans are probably, will probably be like, what the? Fuck am I looking? <laughs> well, 
if they don't feel that way, then are they really stands? No, I said the non-BTS stands. Oh, my sister. <laughs> I mean, yeah. some people like them platonically. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. uh, there's some people that I know that um support the podcast, but they're not BTS stands. Yeah. And we love y'all too, but yeah. And we love y'all for that. Thank you, sissy. Thank you, sister. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, sister. My sister messaged you and was like, y'all not about to slam the Migos. <laughs> we did. But we got to get back to the point because we still got other topics to go about. Let's get into Jimin. Wait, we talked about everybody else, right? We're almost no, the Jimin. No, right, right. But we talked, talked about, about I feel like we missed Yeah, somebody. Jimin is the last one. And so we talked about June. We talked about Jen. We talked about you. We talked about Hobie. We talked about um cook and then we talked about okay hey yeah i just want to make sure that we didn't miss anybody because we were saying it's a lot of them y'all so we sometimes we be busy a lot of them (laughs) but that's why i was surprised that i actually like got into bts as deep as i have because i don't i feel like i love them all like i do right but like i usually i don't do groups i don't do these names right and if i do i like one person like learning names for me is hard enough now the names that well i mean i heard um those kind of names before but like girl it's just i have to learn faces and it was a lot of work for me and it took me me a while but i but i'm here now i I know these niggas i know these niggas by their hands right like now you can show me a picture of their Hands, and I can tell you, yeah, we have to start talking about Jimmy. I can tell you, I can tell you where they at. What year? What hair color they have? Just show me their hands. Show me their hands. Let's get into Jimmy. Let's get in. Oh, I'm gonna let you go first, Ryan. Park, Park. I Park Jamal. No, uh, we talked about this. You need help. <laughs> we are not doing that. No. Let's keep the career. Let's stay playful. Park Jimin knows. I I want you. <laughs> she just said that for want you. They gave that nigga black hair. Mm. It's something about black hair, no, I really feel the same way because he can rock any color, but when he's black, black and blonde, when his hair is black, it's just oof. And I still want you. It's the vocals for me. I think Larry and Jida is about to snatch me again, but it's okay. Did y'all hear me coughing just now? Yeah. Oh, I was dying and y'all was continuing to have a conversation. I was like, damn, is anybody going to I'm okay. Jimin, like, you (laughs) devoured mustard. Like, I have to give it to you. I have to just bow. Bow down, Beyonce, because it was the lip, (laughs) the outfits, the tone, him. Like, he also has that, you just know when it's Jimin. You just know, like, 
And he's that dude. Like, everybody on Twitter knows who Jimin is. I knew who Jimin was without even seeing a picture. Like, I just knew Jimin. Because it's yep. Jimin. And, and what you said about Tay, like, I feel like Jimin also has a certain type of swagger yeah. that makes you, that draws your eye to him. Like, he just captivates you. Like, that nigga would be dancing. And it's just like, that, like, he uses his whole body. Mm-hmm. His whole body, like it, 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 it. I find it really crazy to me how Hobie and Jimin are like really, really great dancers. Like, right, so like different, like really, different really great dancers, and they could be doing the same move, and it looks different because and good, like and the looks- dance, right? It still looks good. It's always clean, per because that's who they are. But they do this. They could be doing the same move, and it will look different from Jimin and Hobie doing it because of the way they were trained and taught and like technique and it's like and their personalities yeah and but it still I, looks good together too like they look good. like they dance like, yeah jimin is so talented jimin is uh yeah. that pretty oh. nigga i keep saying nigga but you know what i mean nigga as in like um yeah yeah i'm not gonna bash you for that i mean it as in comrade he is <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's pretty he's pretty like he's so handsome he's so like beautiful just beautiful, beautiful. like i feel like the lady beautiful. Gaga, like beautiful great like, never before seen brilliant intelligent <laughs> like that's how i feel talking about jimin like jimin i love him i want him dm me jimin D- dm me please and jimin's such a flirt like i feel like if he was to play with somebody he gonna be the one that like Back. Oh, I would pass out. I'd be like, yeah, I should never did this because I wasn't, I wasn't emotionally ready. I might actually black out. Like, I might, yeah. I might see Jesus. Actually, I'm gonna just go ahead and die. Mm-hmm. Take me out. He did so well. I love. I know I talked about Tay during Fight in My Room, but like when I listen to the like audio, Jim does something to me. Like, did mm-hmm. something. I don't know what he put in his vocals, crack, crack maybe, crack. a white person drug, but I'm crack. addicted. Crack. And I, when Ron, wait, was it you, Ronnie, that said about um, Jimin and Hobie and the dancing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like when she said that because that also, like, reminds me of singing and his dancing. Like, Jimin is everything he does to me seems very elegant original like there's an elegance to him like it's very like the the way he does everything is very regal and and the way Mm. and the way Jin sings is also very like elegant and regal but like Ronnie said with the dancing with Jimin and Hobie Jin and Jimin have different vocal of course they have different voices but like they have different vocal approaches but to me they both still sound that's such a good point elegant and regal like this is some royalty singing like fuck like which i need to listen jen and jimin give me prince not prince the singer i mean like this me prince vibes like right royalty i'm not talking about prince purple prince purple rain prince that's what they give me like jimin has sons okay 
Oh, Jimin has multiple sons. Jimin and Tay have sons. <laughs> they oh. have sons, nieces, nephews, daughters. I mean, I'm sure they do, but I don't keep up with the whole game. Me either, but it's just, that's how you know that they're just, they have the it factor because people want that. They want to be that. Oh my god, I have a side note speaking of the whole K-pop industry. Well, it's a side story. Um, so yesterday at work, I have a new schedule, so of course I'm talking to different people. So this girl, um, she's on my keychain. I have the mang that you sent me, Ronnie. Mm-hmm. It's on my keychain. And so she saw that and she was like, Oh, that's Mang from from um Beachy 21. I was like, Yeah, blah blah blah. And so, you know, that was it because we had to like go in and start working and stuff and so when we went on break I decided to be nice and I was like you know so who's your bias and she was like yes and you know I guess her bias and her bias record and and all that bullshit and then so we talk about you know certain songs and stuff she's not as deep as we are but okay and then she was like so who else do you listen to so I was like you know I listened to TXT twice came in you know a little bit that's about it and she proceeds to try to get me to stand the entire K-pop industry. <laughs> Bye. And I'm just like, it, it didn't have to turn to this. <laughs> like, it's supposed to be just a, a cute little two to three minute conversation. Like, girl, I did not ask you to show me Luna's discography. We've been through this and it didn't work. Right. And, and I've she, been through that phase already. And she mentioned people that i really don't like and she's trying to get me to watch like reality show videos of them on youtube mm-hmm. like i don't want to do that <laughs> <laughs> like no you're not going to make me into a stray kid stand i don't like their music uh, not like, i mean i'm sorry i uh no beef with the strays uh, this is a pity i have no comment i mean i don't care about k-pop stands talking shit it's whatever they can't drag no way um but Ooh. yeah i just i've I've heard from them and I know I don't need to hear anymore. And so I'm good on that. I don't need people to try to make me, I don't like when people try to make you stand the whole K-pop industry because they do. I'll stick. I don't have enough room. Right. I don't have enough room in my mind. Like (laughs) I know the TXT boys names because I see them on my TL a lot, but let me tell y'all, I've been listening to it twice. I don't know none of the names. I think somebody's name is Momo, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> they got a, uh, 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 I was about to lie. Goddamn. No, they have like an EP and something else out. I'm they, kinda, no, I'm like, about a name. I knew a name. Uh, Han. Yeah, she, don't even try next. <laughs> you took the one I knew, which was Momo. Don't they got right? You took the one one person I knew. <laughs> don't they got a Lisa? I don't know. I that, um, but also, don't they have like 10, 9, 10? 10? I think they have like a lot of people. 10. I'm not sure because. No, I, and twice is eight, huh? Oh, eight. it's eight. Because I'm not going to lie, I listened to twice and I have nothing but love for them in my heart, but I'm not a stan. I don't know names. I just bought to the music. Because that's the thing with me. I Groups, it's just too much. Like when I was little, I did not know. Um, Destiny's Child Apart until Beyonce went solo. Wow. <laughs> but I mean, at the time, I was like five, six, seven. So oh, don't make me feel old, bitch. So, you know, I was a bit young, but 
yeah, I didn't know the part until I saw the Crazy in Love video. I'm like, oh, she's, she's from Destiny's Child. Oh, her name's Beyonce. Okay. And that was it. I simply don't have enough mental space. I don't stand any K-pop groups besides BTS. That's why sometimes I get, like, when I talk about it, like, it, it's three ways it can go. Oh, that's cool. They're cool dudes. Like their music. Cool. Oh, right. I love them. Listen to them. Listen to them. No. Or, oh, you like BTS? Are you obsessed with Asian culture? Right. Those three. Like, it's like the same monologue. Every time, I just don't even like bringing it up like that no more. Right. And it's like, it's like, I'm just going to enjoy BTS by myself unless either someone that I already know that likes them moves near me or I move near them because I just can't with these new people. Right. And but, I'm trying to get into everybody that's Korean. Like, I'm just, I just don't work for me like that, basically. Right. Let's talk about how the Emmys use BTS as the the four-year consideration. Okay. Was so, it, the, it was the Grammys using yeah, them, right? Yeah. It was Grammys using them as a four-year consideration for some Emmy awards. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna break it down for the people who are, li- or <laughs> are still listening to us talk. And um, so what happened was, let me know. Everybody does their four-year consideration posters and stuff like that. And so the Grammys did four. One was Trevor Noah, who was the host of the Grammys. Um, the other two was Harry Styles and Billie Eilish, who performed and won. And then they did a BTS one who this is their first solo performance of the Grammys with one nomination and no wins. And so basically what I've seen, and I mean, I feel like the feeling is valid, is that they feel like the Grammys are kind of using them to, to get support for their, for their Emmy, even though, like, and it feels like they have been using them since, like, what, 2018 for views when they invited them yep and then yep. they came back to perform with Lil Nas X and they didn't get their own like performance and then this year so yeah what are you guys thoughts and feelings um at the recording academy count your motherfucking days bitch I'm done I'm so fucking done with all these fucking award shows using BTS for views and this and this and that. Like, you want to use BTS to get a fucking Emmy award, but y'all couldn't give them a Grammy award? Make it make sense. Make the math math. Because something is not adding up. Like, y'all bring them all the way to America, parade them around, just so you, because you, you know we going to tune in. You know we want to see them niggas on the red carpet. You know we want to see the outfits. You know we're going to tune in. You know that. I'm not. I'm going to scream illegally, but you know that you're going to get clout if BTS is there. I'm, and it's not even just the Recording Academy. All the award shows do this. And, 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 and what you do is you ask BTS to come. Sometimes even put them in the front. Don't give them any of the nominations they deserve. Like, why aren't BTS nominated for, like, album of the year? Why aren't they nominated for songs of the year? Why aren't they nominated for pop song of the year? Like, why are they just 
pushed into like oh group categories oh uh we gonna make a korean award what the vmas literally made a k-pop award <laughs> are you dead ass serious really enough huh? necessary have y'all lost your fucking mind hello is uh, hello god it, it's me again are you bitches dumb? Like, because, like, why can't they get regular awards? They're they are breaking regular records, so why can't they get regular awards? Hello. Right. It's like you can put the K-pop and the Spanish-speaking people in the regular pop categories. Like, I promise, it's not gonna hurt. Right. They made a fucking K-pop award, and you thought BTS was gonna show up today? Uh, they were on vacation. They're not coming to your whack ass award show just to get used because all they do is use bts for views they tell us oh bts coming up next bts be the last person to perform right and i don't we have to sit through those whole ass boring ass dumb ass award shows sit through them corny ass fucking jokes we have to sit through these fucking ugly ass outfits we have to sit through fucking taylor swift um this is just so i can see associated with shalom and I, and I don't give a fuck. Y'all don't have to associate with what I just said. I associate with it. Mm-hmm. I said what I said. Not Taylor Swift. I, you gonna sit here and make me watch Taylor fucking Swift sing about a cardigan. Like, I give a fuck, right? <laughs> you gonna sit here and make me watch everybody under the... Every fucking country artist to ever make a fucking country song. Every single last one of them. I got You are bringing country artists from the dead to sing to me. <laughs> like I asked. Just so I can see... BTS do a hip thrust. Like, a really? Two, a two-minute performance, by the way. A two-minute performance that y'all cut short. Cut the performance short. But you made me sit here through... Everybody else got to sing their whole song. But y'all cut a verse out from BTS. Why? Huh? They cut out a verse? Yeah. They cut, they cut out... Not a verse. But it was like they cut out some lines to shorten the performance. But why? It was the end of the show. Y'all should have just let them play it out while the credits were. <laughs> it was the end. Like, it, 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 it was the fuck you of not getting the award. Then it was the fuck you of cutting the, uh, the, the performance short. And now it's the fuck you of actually using them to try to get an Emmy and you couldn't give them the things they deserve. You don't deserve an Emmy. I'm, I wish the fuck you would get a fucking Emmy off of something BTS did. I will hunt down every white person on that motherfucking board. And how, and another thing I didn't like is how they call it the best Grammys ever when Beyonce ain't sing Nano, mm. ain't ain't do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, or eight counts. One, two, like, three, four. She did not hit that. Like, I'm not understanding how it could be the best Grammys ever without a Beyonce performance. Like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, like, try again next year, please. Like, to be honest, Beyonce came late. Because she right. said, I'm not watching this. And you know what? Rightfully so. She came late. She went and had probably, like, a... a Nice good meal at Sizzler with her man. They went to the after party. They brought, of course they did. They went to Sizzler. 
you know, the show started at six. They had their reservation for six. Now, you know damn well her rich ass not eating at no motherfucking uh sizzler. Sizzler, she went to Red Lobster, so why she can't go to Sizzler? You know damn well. They drink. Uh, well, they she went to she went to the she went to the Red Lobster. She went to the Red Lobsters. She went to Red Lobster with her men. <laughs> the, show, the, 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 the show started at six. They had their reservations at six fifteen. At Red Lobster, and they sat there. They sat there and they ate their meal slow. They digested it. Um, then probably about seven seven thirty rolled around. They said, "Let's catch a movie." Per so they probably went seeing a new movie that was over probably around nine. Then they decided. Oh yeah, the Grammys was today, and they win. <laughs> Just in time for Beyonce to collect her things I'm happy and go to another outfit. I'm happy that she's the most awarded artist, but this just goes to show that they stick her in those type of categories too. Like they always stick her in like the R&B categories and stuff like that, and like a lot. I mean. Lemonade, when I think it's not an R&B album, it's every genre that you can think of is there. Right, like it's pop in the sense that it just blends so many things that there's no other umbrella to put it under. Right, yeah. And for the girls that's out here saying Beyonce not the queen of pop, I will break your jaw. Oh my God. And that's on baby. And that's on baby. Let's talk about her get getting into the the Black Hall of Fame. Oh yes, that's a good um transition into the next topic. Come yeah, on. come on, transition. Let's give him Beyonce. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, I, I just did my um pretty oh not pretty hair. What the jealous into below? There you go. <laughs> Bye. Okay. So <laughs> um, I think this is like what the induction of it or something like yeah. But this is the first year of it. And I think it speaks volumes that she is the youngest person to be inducted on onto the Hall of Fame. But I mean, when you think of um, Black legends and you think of current, I mean, Beyonce is the name to pop up. The one, number one, that's the it, first person you think It is of. a Beyonce Mariah living legends. Yeah. Period. Period. Um, and Janet, you know, we yeah. got others, but yeah. Um, that's it right there but it it really speaks volumes to the impact that she's had on music on culture and it's just it's just amazing and she really really deserves this and she deserves her start on the Hollywood Walk of Fame we all know it but there's something there's some kind of like dues that the artist has to pay and there has to be a whole ceremony like to get your star, I think there has to be like a like a whole thing, and y'all know how she is. <laughs> so that's the reason that she don't have that yet. But because I'm sure they've contacted her multiple times. But yeah, it's just. I mean, they gave one to the Jonas Brothers, so right. So you know, <laughs> they're just waiting on her. Be like, honest, it's a lot of people I don't know them. So right. I mean, but they be given like someone on the Hollywood play. They be giving that to anybody. So it's so dirty over there. If you go to LA, I just wouldn't recommend that. Like it's I think they want to they should put Beyonce's in the nice part. It's one little nice street and everything else looks disgusting. Yeah, Beyonce should be on the nice part. I don't think they should put her. I don't want them walking on my sister. No, I will go and clean her star. Um, there's some people who've gone and cleaned um Mariah's just to take pictures with it. 
Because I remember people used to go clean Michael Jackson. Yeah. Wasn't Paris doing it one time, his daughter? I think TMZ so. rolled up on her and she was like cleaning his star. I was like, oh, per, go ahead. You better. I know that's right. But I mean, if my parent had a had a star, I would be doing the exact same yeah. thing. Exactly. My mama think the Hollywood Walk of Fame is in Las Vegas. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but if you really don't know, that that's not a bad guess. That's really not a bad guess. Um, when, we, yeah, okay. when we pulled up in Vegas, my mama was like, because I want to go see the Hollywood Walk of Fame. She said it, Hollywood. And I said, Mama, <laughs> I said, Mama, this this is Vegas. She was like, yeah, they got the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I said, no, baby. Hollywood, oh. That's in Hollywood. California. <laughs> the, when I tell you the whole car was stunned when she said it, we were like... <laughs> she's giving her she has given her life to music so at to see her getting these awards and becoming you know the most awarded artist speaking of that i'm very happy that she has that title now yeah um and getting these stars and you know just just getting her flowers because she's been working um Mm -hmm. so young so Beyonce nice. deserves her things, and I will always be a cheerleader for Beyonce. If Beyonce is nominated in the category, it automatically should go to Beyonce by default. I don't think it. I, I, be honest, I think a lot of these award shows should be um, Beyonce, the next category. Uh, uh, Beyonce. Um, we gonna call I, your name I, for the awards. You just come and collect them all at once. To be honest, MTV VMAs, I don't think you should have made a K-pop award. You should have made a Beyonce award. <laughs> and give Beyonce an award for being Beyonce. Yeah. Do that. How about you do that? Make yourself useful. Um, because and- is the VMAs useful? No. No, no because... And they haven't been like- useful since Madonna kissed Britney and Christina in the mouth. Like, they the mouth. like... <laughs> Like the MTV Awards was the show where all the crazy shit happened, like all the like all the um tablet shit was gonna happen at the VMAs. Like like we're gonna see some yeah, shit. Like, and now it's, it's not giving that no more. It's very boring because but partially it's because there's it's hard to have sh- like a um shock value. Like mm-hmm. it's really hard to have that nowadays, but I mean fuck, try to give us something. I mean, I'm saying, like, that should be so boring from start to finish. Like, I do not want to fucking see fucking this shit. Like, this shit is boring. It's very whack. I'm here for BTS and BTS only. Give BTS their things. Like, I'm very sick and tired of all of these award shows. Like, they put BTS dead last just to have the views because they know we're going to sit here and wait for BTS. What was the last one? Billboard. Every commercial break. BTS coming up next. <laughs> they did that till the very end, the bitter end. BTS was literally like the second to last people to perform. Or oh, were they the last? It's such a fever dream. I can't remember. I thought they was in the middle. No, they were not in no fucking middle. Hello. Mm. You see, I don't even remember half the show. <laughs> I think after BTS, Drake got his award, and that's why I continue to watch. And then somebody I don't care about performed. And then the shit was over. And I was sitting there like, y'all really put BTS and Butter dead last. Like, really? 
it was worth it. It was worth it. Mm. It was very much so worth it. And I'll do it again. But stop fucking, stop playing with me. Stop playing with me and my emotions. You, this don't make sense to me that y'all keep parading BTS around like some fucking prize ticket. Like, if you're going to use them, give them what they deserve. BTS is the moment. BTS brings the views. BTS brings the people. They get the party going. It's provocative. You know what I'm saying? That's BTS, right? So now give them what the fuck they deserve when they get there. They're giving you clout right as they shouldn't but you know what bts they want that grammy so fucking bad whatever whatever i only want bts to get a grammy because they want a grammy fuck the grammys and it's been fuck the grammys since they gave a fucking they gave back album of the year oh my and i listened to that album and i did not like it they gave back album of the year over Beyonce, Giselle, Nose Carter. <laughs> that ass. This is not a joke. It's not a skit. This happened for real. Google it. Google it. It happened. I have never wanted Kanye to walk up on a stage and snatch an award out of a white person's hand in my life. I've never wanted it so bad. I wanted it so, so bad. I was rooting for Kanye. Snatch that shit out of his hand because Beyonce, 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 one of her best albums, self-titled, didn't win album of the year over a white man named Beck. Nobody listened to that album. Who listened to it? Y'all gave Mac Lamar a Grammy over Kendrick Lamar. I've never respected the Grammys since. So it's been fucked the Grammys. It's been. No. I've I'm pretty sure I told y'all before, but y'all want to know what my eye opener was with the Grammys when they had an award called best collaboration, something like that, with vocals, and had a song that had Whitney the Houston, <laughs> Mariah the Carrie singing together. And did not give them the award off top. As a matter of fact, they gave it to a song that wasn't a collab with vocals. Only one person was singing on it. The other nigga was just playing the guitar. The guitar. Smooth is a bop, but when you believe, really? Vocals? And that's why with these award shows, I would like to have um, just some transparency on what the criteria is that of these songs getting nominated and I guess what they want the voters to think about when they're voting because when I hear a song I mean a category called best collaboration whatever with vocals when you put vocals there it's like well I'm gonna see who's really giving then like I'm gonna see who's giving I mean if that's the case Let's talk about how BTS was the only group in the category they were nominated in for a group award and didn't win. Right, like, like for the thing that's like, if it's just a thing, like it's just like just the best song, then just say like song or something like that. Because when I think vocals, I'm thinking, okay, who's really giving? Like, 
who's really singing on this album not who just happened to have like a, a smooth little bob they said best group performance and they played lady gaga throwing up gang signs at the vmas Why? with a gas mask on me and nathan watched the vmas together oh yeah <laughs> we did we watched that VMAs together. And when Lady Gaga won her award, I remember me and Nathan looked at each other. <laughs> 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 it's like, no, like it, it, in my mind, it plays like an episode of The Office. You know how they zoom in on, <laughs> you know how they zoom in on their facial expressions? That's what it felt like. Me and Nathan look at each other at the same time and we both made it. <laughs> <laughs> because we were both that shit was garbage hot garbage hot garbage Ariana came did what she had to do nose no nose nose didn't do half of what she was supposed to do I'm still stuck on nose <laughs> nose you trying to tell me BTS and them 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 performances of dynamite did nothing for you. Nothing. Okay. But but nose throwing up gang signs mm. while her labia is hanging out. Oh my that, god. That's the uh, that's the one. Okay. Don't talk about gender reveals. <laughs> not not <I> change. <laughs> She said, like, oh, we, we, we gotta go. I'm um, okay. So I saw this video, um, and it was a gender gender reveal party. And so, you know, on the parents, they had this thing where they had the cannons. <laughs> it was a, you know, pink if it's a girl, blue it's if it's a boy, blah, 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 blah. And so they pull the cannons, and it's pink, so it's a girl. And not only was the dad, like, extremely disappointed um which i expect that from men because men suck so whatever but the mother was also like really upset that it was going to be a girl and my question for that part of this is why are you having kids when you don't want them to be specifically a girl because i never see people upset when they're having a boy so specifically a girl if that's going to be a problem for you why are you even having kids? I mean, I've seen people get mad if it's a boy. Because, like, a lot of people have, like, a lot of boys and they want a girl. And some people have a lot of girls and they want a boy and they have another girl. You know what I'm saying? I've seen people be like, oh, fuck. But, I mean, I, I saw the TikTok you sent of the girl at the gender reveal. And I kept, I kept reading the comments. And apparently it was because of uh, her brother who died Mm -hmm. she thought having a boy she would have like a pc and she was going to name him name the the boy oh after her brother after her brother so that's why she was disappointed because she wanted a boy to you know not take the place but have a have a piece of her brother like you know that was why she was disappointed because after 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 that she was like posting and she was like I like she was saying like I can't wait to meet my baby girl and stuff like that like I don't know if she was posting because of the heat or 
if she really truly mean it. But I mean, I could get why she would have been sad initially, but yeah, you know, yeah. I've but seen people, like, I've seen people act a like, whole plum pool yeah. over not getting the gender that they wanted. Like my friend went to a baby shop, a uh, gender reveal party, and she said the girl popped her balloon or whatever they did and seeing she was having a, a a girl and she ended the party she kicked everybody out wow she said y'all gotta go like get out of my house like she i feel bad for those kids too because like their parents from jump yeah, are already mad that they because don't like, your like, like you're going to be born with their parent not wanting you right right and then the, the thing is it's one thing to have your little gender reveals, but it's being documented. And once stuff hits the internet, like that never goes away. Yeah. Right. And then imagine saying your mama's sad that you come in. Right. And it's like, fuck. Like, imagine like the damage that could do to you. And it's not even getting into how gender reveal parties are pointless. Just have a baby shower. Yeah. Like, just put that together. Like, and then we don't need to be doing all this extra, like, you know, like the small cannons, like they were doing in the balloons and stuff are like, of course, that's fine because it's not harming nobody else. But like people be doing these big ass like bonfires and shit, causing mm-hmm. millions of dollars of damage, causing fucking forest fires in California when they already got a drought. Like, you, it's not that deep. Mm. Like call it a day. I mean, it's and uh, it's to each its own. I feel like if you want to have a gender reveal, girl, go ahead and do your little gender reveal. Do I think it needs to be like extra and like um forest fire dynamite lightness (laughs) like like shining through the city with a little fucking soul? No, it don't have to be all of that. Like you can just have your group of friends and family. And it would cut into a cake and then, you know, like it don't have to be this big spectacle of a thing. Like, um, it, I mean, me personally, I don't think I would do a gender reveal because like why have two parties? Like, and a lot of my fr- friends and family are like out of town. Like why have two separate parties? Like people right. can't come to both. And money. So, I always thought like if I was to have a kid, I would probably do like a gender reveal as a photo shoot and then just like send it to my family, like, you know, and right. and that would be that would be the invite to the baby shower. Stuff I'm like that. Doing a gender reveal. Like oh like I, now I don't I don't have a uterus. I am not giving birth to anybody. So, you know, do with that information what you will. But I feel like if I was a pregnant person, I would want to have the least amount of parties as possible. Leave yeah. me alone. The stress. Yeah. Like I have a whole person. Party going is stressful. Up with me. Planning parties is stressful. Like you gonna plan a gender reveal and a baby shower? Like that's a lot. Right. Let me tell y'all what I'm doing. I'm not doing a gender reveal. I'm not telling anybody the sex of my child. I want them to give me whatever clothes they want to give me. I'm going to just let my child naturally gravitate gravitate towards the colors that they personally want to wear. And that's just, I'm just put them in whatever they feel like giving me. Um, if it's blue, it's blue, if it's pink, it's, I'm let my child try everything. And then they're going to naturally at a certain age just start picking their own stuff out. And then that's how we're going to do it. You want to know what's crazy? Like, I be feeling weird asking people like, oh, is it a boy or a girl? 
because I want to I want to ask the baby like what are you right you never right. know what that child will grow up and like want to be and that's another but the baby can't answer me so it's like <laughs> no but that's another thing like people will really have these gender reveal parties and get mad about what their baby turns out and then but yeah if their baby ever turns out that that their child is trans then right. they're mad about that so it's like fuck <laughs> Right. And honestly, that's that's one of the reasons why I'm doing it, not because I'm going to be mad if my child is trans or not. I'm just doing it that way because I don't want to put, I don't want to pressure my child into being a certain thing because that's the normal. Like I am like I said, I'm going to just let my child wear what, whatever. I'm going to put them in whatever. At a certain age, they can start crawling to what they want to wear and that's just how we're going to do it. I, I, I don't force them I, to do anything. A conversation at my job today actually and it was a mom talking on the phone to somebody I don't know who she was talking to she was like yeah because such and such talk about she want a pride shirt talking about her daughter talk about she wanted a pride shirt or something she said and she was like I told her bitch I'll beat your fucking head in if and I was like damn (laughs) damn why no I'm like but I'm saying she said that in front of the girl. Well, she said it to the girl, but then she repeated it to somebody else. And it's like, damn, I can't even be myself. <laughs> like, fuck. Like, and I'm like, why be that way? That would make your child not want to tell you anything. Right. So now they have to hide a part of themselves for what? Like. You that don't want your child to be happy. I just don't understand grown adult parents, not grown adult parents, but grown people, parents, not wanting what's best mentally for their child's well-being. Like, I don't get that. Because they want to mold that child into what they, into the person that they want their child to be. And mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about what the child wants. That's also why I'm doing it the way that I'm doing it. My child is going to pick out the colors that they personally start to prefer. That's literally the main reason why I'm doing it. Like, my my child might be trans, and that's okay. But, like, my daughter might be, like, uh, super feminine, but enjoy the color blue. My son might be, uh, 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 you know, super masculine and, like, pink. Like, it, it just is what it is. Or they might be trans, and that's okay, too. But I'm going to naturally, especially with things like that, just let them pick their own, even with toys. Like, that's why I said when I have a bridal shower or a baby shower, shower, I'm going to be like, bring whatever toy you want. I'm going to let my child play with the toys they want to play, do whatever colors they want to do. I'm going to let, I'm not meant to force my child to be anything. I'm just going to be a helping hand and creating and helping them mold into the person they want to be. I'm not going to force anything on them. Period. Mm-hmm. I um. Do you want to co-parent with me? <laughs> yeah. If by thirty I don't find nobody, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm weak. I mean, that's what Kalani did. That's how you have to do it, though. Like when you think about in t- in ten years or whatever, how their child is going to be. That child picked the colors they want to be in. The child picked the toys. Yeah, the I'm child picked How they want to do it. They weren't forced to do anything. And I think for a long time that that's actually happening to me I'm not like trying to bash my mother or anything in my family but there's just things that I like that apparently like some girls would and I just do like it just is what it is and I'm still 
I, I think I'm still pretty feminine. I'm still straight, but like for some reason they think that like in certain things will make you straight. And I'm not saying it's bad to not um, be straight, but like, I don't know why people think that. Right. Yeah. I mean, gender is a construct. It's yeah. like who, like you cannot tell somebody because you're a girl, you can't like sports car. Play with a train, like come on. Yeah, like it's a toy. Kids yeah. don't see gender when they see toys. Like, like at my job, like we have like these little gumball machines, these little troll gumball machines at the front of the store. And kids go walk up to those gumball machines because they like trolls. And the main character is that little pink bitch. And there's one with the pink bitch on it and then there's one with this gray nigga on it and it's like blue ish color ish right so in the parents mind they're like the pink one is for the boy the girls and the gray one is for the boys so when this little boy picked up the pink one and he kept saying her name like her name i don't i, I can't i don't remember that bitch name i only watched trolls once <laughs> he kept saying her name and and the mama was like, you don't want this one? Like, showing her the, the boy when he was like, bitch, I don't know that nigga. I want the <laughs> I want the girl Like, I that's the bitch. I want that. Her. I want her. Like, oh, main bitch. He didn't give a fuck if it was pink. He just, he knew her. He wanted her. Exactly. Like, it doesn't don't fucking matter. It's a gumball machine. All he gonna do is get candy out of it and get silver caps in his mouth from that. I think the way that I will know that I'm being a good parent is when my child comes home and they're like, I have a crush on someone. And they don't say, Mom, I'm coming out. Like they just tell me their crush. If it's a if they're a girl and it's a girl, that's just what it is. If it's a girl, it's a boy. If it's a girl and um they don't have any problem, you know, like that's how I mean, I'm on the right track. Like if my child just tells me they have a crush and it's just somebody. It's not them knowing that. I mean I would like them to know those terms, but I don't want them to feel like they have to come out to me because it's normal. Right. I really don't think coming out should be a thing. Right. Like, I feel like you should I understand just- why because of everything. But I, sometimes I see it's just so sad because it's normal. Right. But yeah. that but shouldn't people, even be. Um, but the thing with kids is that, like, people really think that playing with something that is like. Like, for example, if boys have something feminine or if girls have something that's masculine, that they think that that's going to make them gay. Like, no, kids aren't thinking about nobody's genitals and none of that. They just, I'm like, they want toys and snacks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know how many niggas that play Some football ice cream. and race cars and and watch football and boxing and all that? You know how many of them niggas is gay? A lot. There's women that love sports. Right. There's women, there's men that love fucking ballroom dancing. Right. That don't make them gay. I know mm-hmm. a lot of like straight men that watch like RuPaul's Drag Race. It's good. It's entertaining. It's fun. it's an entertaining fucking show. Like it's a good show. Like I don't understand why we have to put a gender on things. Like, like a, some people can just like the things they like, and it shouldn't have to be about oh that's very womanish or feminine or manish. You know, like that shouldn't be. A problem like I don't understand why everybody wants to put a label on things and put things in a box 
And I just know my kids are going to be so happy because I never am going to force any, uh, anything on them. Everything that they gravitate towards is because they like it. Like, even with sports, yeah. I'm just still a bit like, I might put my child in every sport, but if they don't like it, then I'll take them out. If they just want to do chess, we'll do chess. <laughs> if they want, if my, if my child wants to play chess, um, play with Barbie dolls and wear it purple, that's Come on, Barney. You better put on your fucking baby <laughs> bop outfit to match. Right. It's just it's what it is. Like that's their personality. And I, I always think about this, like how much of my personality is really mine. Or mm-hmm. how much is it really influenced from like my family. And that's why, like, when I had kids, I just want them. The child is just a blank slate. So me trying to force something on them just feels wrong when they should just try everything and see what they like. Right. And that, uh, I'm actually think about, like, I think it was like in 2015 or 16 where a lot of videos on social media started popping up where these boys would be in like the Elsa dresses or whatever because kids just fucking loved um, Frozen. Frozen. Frozen was a shit. And Elsa was the main bitch, so of course every kid wants to play her out. They're not they thinking, let it go. Right, like, like they're not thinking, oh, this is, she wears a dress and this is for a girl and I can't do that. Bitch, they want to put on that fucking icy blue gown and be Elsa. The fuck? She was iconic. Because they want to put on fucking ice castles. My niece was Black Panther for Halloween. Period. As she fucking should. And I made it up. She likes action figures. She likes dolls. She likes robots and oh, okay. She likes robots and 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 all of those things. Like she, she, my. I love that my sister does not hinder her creativity and her openness to just do things. You know, right? And, and I feel like London is going to grow up great and have a good foundation because her mom didn't stifle her to one thing. And I just really want parents to understand, like you would get so much more done by just supporting your child. You would have a better relationship. You wouldn't feel like your child don't talk to you. You wouldn't feel isolated. You wouldn't, your child wouldn't feel like you wouldn't understand. If you would just support them in the things they do and don't judge them or down them whenever they come to you with an idea or a scenario, like, just be supportive. Right. And some people, honestly, what I also hate, I know some people don't want kids and they just don't get, like, a because of their religion but then they just raise kids that just they know that their parents didn't want them and that hurts me I even have some cousins like that like that really hurts me to the core and then their parents have something against them and then they their parents won't let them wear a certain thing and I just like every time I think about being a parent I I always read parenting books all of that because I just want to be aware like of like my surroundings and like how I watched the people in my life raise kids and I don't really agree with a lot of it and I just hate that like some people will pass that down to 
and like it bothers me. I'm happy for some odd reason, maybe because of social media, my age, I was just aware of like rate how serious it is to raise children. And mm-hmm. I was talking to um, my grandpa the other day and he was like, I'm really surprised he said this because he is a Christian, okay? But he was, no, I was talking to my auntie, sorry. She was like, um, um, you know how we have religions and stuff like that? And she was like, it shouldn't even be a religion for religion. It should be a religion for raising kids or like shit like that. Because, I mean, it shouldn't get as negative and like judgmental as it goes now. But it's so serious that people should take it seriously like their religion. And yeah. I was like, you're so right. It wouldn't be so much hate in the world if people just raised their children with love and support and respect. Right, right. they're a blank slate. They're gonna, they're just gonna gravitate towards what they want to be. You do not influence. You not, you're not supposed to put what you want down their throat. They're gonna naturally start to gravitate towards the things they like, and it's your job as a parent to help, help, and help, not actively shape, but help them become the person that they are supposed to be yeah yeah i i mean and a lot of times in the black community it's actually really sad that like when you hear people tell their coming out stories and being like oh my mom loves me she supports me like that's like surprising like oh really right that's really sad that 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 people supporting their children is surprising like and I always feel bad for um, Black men emotionally growing up because for some reason, Black people don't believe men are supposed to be emotional and or like not supposed to be in touch with their feelings. And I always feel bad because it comes to a point where I've even seen it where they shut it off so much. It's just so far deep down, they can't even reach it. Like they're going to have to do years of therapy to get to it. And I just think that's so messed up that they believe that men can't be emotionally intelligent when that's not the truth at all right they like to think that being emotion emotionally intelligent is just ignoring it and letting it go or or they think it's feminine like what the fuck pushing it down yeah yeah if, like, I, if I have a child if I, if I have a son and he want to cry, he going to cry. If I have a son and he feels some type, I'm, I'm going to let him actively express his emotions. I'm going to, of course, give tips on how to do it correctly so he doesn't, like, compartmentalize or same for my daughter to I want to raise them the exact same way. But I'm not going to be like, you can't do this because you're having it. I'm not going to do that. I've, I've heard more parents tell little, little boys, stop all that crying like a little girl. You know what I'm saying? Right. I've heard that so much in my life that it's just like, I mean, back then I didn't realize it was like something bad to say because it was just something I always heard. But now as I'm growing, I'm like, why are you telling a baby not to cry? Mm-hmm. It's still a baby. Right. They don't have control of their emotions yet. Right. And I was talking to Nathan about today when you were on the way home when we just sit on here talking about brain patterns and them hearing their parents like abuse them or like yell at them for crying like they develop a negative brain um pattern so when they start to develop emotions that are sad or uh, something that's angry they react in a way that's somewhat toxic 
because they yeah. have that brain power, that brain pattern that they develop because their parents don't let them express their emotions correctly. And it's also like them um, feeling like if I cry, I'm weak. Mm. And and I feel like that's the most powerful thing you can do. It's the most powerful thing you can do is like cry, like out, yell, scream, kick, punch, get that shit out. Like holding that shit in like that. That is sick. It hurts and it makes it worse because you're not you're not showing emotion because you don't want to feel weak, but it's weakening you Mm -hmm. because now everything that may be a small problem is now a big problem Mm -hmm. because you're not letting you're not letting yourself not letting yourself feel anything like how can you learn and grow and and thrive if you don't feel yeah and i will say some of that happens with um women too but the main thing with the black community and women is they don't just let them the little girls be little girls either yeah little girls can't be little girls little girls they're gonna be a mama right away they mamas you watching you watching somebody else's child you gotta cook clean clean yeah like you gotta make sure everybody doing what they're supposed to do like you have to be the mom of the house when the mom is not around and i just don't think that's fair Mm -hmm. Not at all. Like, I didn't have no kids. And I didn't ask you to have me. Mm-mm. To watch you had to watch them. your baby kid. You I watch You had these badass kids. Right. You, you raise them right. I want to go with my friends. You supposed to be cleaning up after your children. You supposed to be making sure we eat every day. That's not my job. I would never push that onto my kids. Like, literally, if I have a uh, some kids that are some years apart or something and I'll go out if I'm I might ask my child would you mind but if they're like no I don't want to or I want to go with my friends okay yeah I'll get a babysitter right and to be honest I really never felt that emotion I'm just like projecting um for other people um they're speaking through me I never felt that emotion because I was the baby in said scenario my sisters had to watch my mama's badass kids and the badass kid was me um <laughs> So Uh, I'm not speaking from experience. I'm just speaking from me being older and realizing like how shit works. Yeah. And my sisters used to be tossing me around like a fucking beanie baby. Talk about no, you watch it. No, you watch it. Yeah. um, No, you watch it. And my sister jumped off the porch and left my sister up there with me to go play with her friends. She ran. As she should. As she should. Chanel for jumping off the porch. Um, when I was growing up, um, my aunt and uncle, um, had their, well, had a granddaughter, and um, this was right, this was like a couple of months after I started to live with them, and so the system that we had from the whole time I lived, from the whole time that their daughter had kids was that they would spend the summer with their grandparents and then they would go back to their parents for the rest of the year. And that's how it worked. And since I was there and I was, at the time I was 10. So, you know, I was always like a careful kid. I had to be because, but 
So I was left in charge of mostly watching the newborn girl. And so I was making bottles and I, I didn't change diapers, thank God. But I was rocking to sleep and checking during nap time and stuff like that. And I mean, of course, like the adults, like they'll come in and check because I'm only 10. Like, you know, they still going to do their small part, I guess. But it was like that. And up until her little brother was born, once again, they were pushed on me. I had to entertain them and stuff. And it was like that all the way up until I graduated and left home. And Mm so it's not my situation. It wasn't as intense as someone who really has to feel like a mother role. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like that first line, but I can kind of see how they would feel, you know, having to do that. Because I didn't even have it as bad as they did and I was stressed out. Right. The only time I would have my child do that is if they want to be like, can I make their bottle, mommy? I'm like, sure. But like, um that's real t- I mean I, I did that sometimes but my I always wanted to with my little cousins because I've always just had like a want to be a mother but mm. I just never I never felt like it was forced on me either so I guess people are speaking through me too but <laughs> I think <laughs> I think because I was the only child but I did have like siblings on my dad's side so like I would just think of them as like, like my little brothers or whatever but yeah, like this is I a mean, thing in the community and it's kind of sad. I think I think a lot of times some some people are b- born with the maternal gene. Yeah. And it's nothing wrong with like a kid wanting to babysit or like wanting to take care of their little sister or brother like That's some really people just have that some people just have that caregiver mentality. Right. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. But the problem lies in forcing Mm. children to be parents Mm. but then but then but then tell them they don't have no wants or needs or deeds in the house you know what i'm saying right because it's different if they're like hey i'm interested in helping take care of my little brother i'm you know i love him i want to do stuff that's different and like i want to be a help to you and this is why i support abortion because some people just can't have kids or they can't have any more kids and I always I look at of course I'm happy that I have some of my cousins and stuff but some of them just some of my cousins that have kids don't really care about their kids and I'm just like that's so irresponsible of you you have to be financially stable emotionally mentally all that like you Mm -hmm. have to be you have to be comfortable in all of those regions to have a kid or else you're gonna have a kid with a lot of mental health issues and like you don't want you don't want your kid to worry about money you should never or your kid might want to go on school field trip but you don't have enough money I mean it's just little things but like those things build up like of course sometimes it's hard which I understand but you you have to be careful it's dumb to me it is and I understand that not everybody's life goal is to be super famous but if you're gonna bring a child into the world you need to be financially mentally and emotionally stable you have to be I mean I feel like the financially financially thing I think that the financially stable thing I feel like most people should have the mindset of I don't want to have a child until I'm financially stable and mentally there. I feel that way. But I feel like sometimes shit happens. 
It does, but that's why you have to be careful. And, 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 and you like, and you, you get pregnant and sometimes people don't want to give up their babies. Oh, no, I totally agree with that. I'm just saying be, be careful and be responsible and really think, especially while you're like having sex and stuff like that. You have to. <laughs> why you whisper this? Because you got to think. You just have to be. You have to be careful, is what I'm saying. Like, and I understand this is also another thing. You teach, black people need to teach their children about sex too, but it shouldn't be such a like a, a like a like such a big thing that you don't want to talk. You have to teach your kids about that, or else they're gonna get stuck in these positions over and over and for generations again. And it's just like we're not moving forward at this point. Yeah. Some people do, and I'm. Some people do uh, get stuck with um, <coughs> children from accidents, or sometimes it's. Um, I, well, um, I hate. <laughs> I hate to use the word stuck. <laughs> no, but sometimes they do get stuck because I mean, sometimes some people, especially with their religions, uh, they might have been um, abused sexually and get mm-hmm. stuck yeah. with because of their religion they think that it's not okay to abort it which in those type of situations even, too, but. even if you don't support abortion adoption is always an option i know but some of them just like keep their they might honestly love their kid and that's cool even right. though the way that they got it was um not by their choice but and i understand that too which is why those type of things need to be dealt with. It's just a lot of things that need to be dealt with when having a kid, which is why my auntie was like, well, raising a kid should be a religion. And that's so true. Like, there needs to be rules. And she's like, it's so sacred to me. And um, it just needs to be handled better. Like, children's upbringings are, like, the foundation of their whole life. Yeah, zero to five is so important. It's so important. You like That's I said, you develop those brain patterns for the rest of your life, and unless you know that you have those certain brain patterns, I didn't know that that I had a lot of these until now. You're gonna be stuck with them, and they're just gonna follow you and follow you and follow you. That's why zero to five is so important, which is why I say financially stable, mentally stable, emotionally stable. If you don't, if you get annoyed by kids, don't have one. Mm. you're emotionally and mentally you might be stable financially but if you get annoyed by if your cousins come over and whenever mm-hmm. they try to play with you you walk away maybe having a kid isn't for you well i don't think I mean, sometimes i won't lie i do kids do gravitate towards me sometimes i'm like i just don't want to play right now but if you've always been that person that run away maybe i don't know because Sometimes people don't can't stand other people's kids. That's true. That's true. I won't like, lie, but and I, I I could see myself having more baby for my own child. Now, if this is a child that I don't know and it's making noise, like can you can you tell it to stop making all that noise? No, but I mean, if you when you <laughs> sit back and when you sit back and reflect and you think you can have like the most innocent child ever, and if it annoys you, maybe. Mm, yeah in no circumstances but i i think you can reflect some people some people get annoyed by other people's kids That's because true, because a lot of times it be stuff that be going on like girl yeah. i was at work and this little boy was talking to his mama so crazy mm. like mm-hmm. he was like which one do you want he was like i told you i want the the and i was like oh <laughs> and, and she didn't hit him and i was like 
I was shocked. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I mean, and that's y'all personal choice, but you're not correcting him at all. Mm. You don't talk to you. I listen, I love you. I support you, whatever you want to do. But what you're not going to do is play with me. You're not going to play with me. Respect. If you're going, you're, you have to give respect to get respect. We're respectful to each other. Then we can thrive. But what you're not going to do is yell at me, talk to me crazy, roll your eyes, huff and puff. That's not going to work. You can't be disrespectful. We're not going to be disrespectful. Like you don't, you don't have to hit your kids. That's your personal choice. It's just that me being the Negro Domus that I am, when I saw that little boy raise his voice and tell his mama to leave him alone and stop talking to me, I was like, Mm-mm. "Now the back of my hand is itching. Why is it hers?" <laughs> no, but like this is a good conversation to have because I think we've had it before where you said. Um, like, will you get? Will you whoop your kids? Would I? Yeah. If they did something wrong, yeah. Now so whoop like, them like I wouldn't give my child like beatings. Like no, like uh, us a uh, a uh, uh, a little spanking. Like yeah, fucking right. Mm. I just feel like children need discipline. I feel like there's way to do whether it, whether it be whether it be um whoopings or like groundings or like it has to be some kind of consequence for the things that you do that are not okay. But when I we, also think of like some people like spanking or like whooping their kids, I feel like there's ways to discipline without like physical like because it's kind of for me and what I learned is like when I, I didn't get whooped often but like they really stuck with me because now I feel like I had to lie to not get physical abuse no yeah that's how it was for me personally. well that you see, no, I think that's because the whoopings you was getting was not whoopings no it's still abuse though like why hit why that was abuse no like Discipline. I know that aside, I, I know I've talked to you about the kind of beatings that I got, but even before it advanced to that point, I still remember the little whoopings that I got that still stuck with me. It still hurt. I mm-hmm. shouldn't have to be corrected by being hurt. Mm-hmm. And that is your personal choice in how you raise your children. You get what I'm saying? I'm never going to say, no, bitch, you need to beat your kids. Like, no, like, not beat, but you know, like I'm never gonna be tell somebody like you need to whoop your children. Like I no, if that's how you want to discipline your children, fine. But you cannot let them also run wild. You can, but there's still way. I like I said, I read parenting books because I was in my family. That's how they do it. They they whoop kids, they spank kids, and I knew from a long time ago that I never wanted to do that, and that's why I read parenting books. There's ways. There's people who are paid that say whipping your kids isn't good, or like spanking your kids isn't good, and they come up with ways that you can discipline your kids without the 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 spankings or whatever. 
And mm-hmm. I'm just saying if we if we can agree with um, doctors or, you know, other people in specific fields, why not agree with people who um, are studying every day or actively practicing childhood psychology and child development? Right. And that is true. But not but I don't want to say but because but contradicts everything you say. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, like, like, what I'm saying is I understand what but, you're saying too, but I just, for me, I'm, like maybe I'll give you some, so you can see it. Maybe, maybe you do see it from my point of view. I'm not saying you have to change what you're thinking, but it would be nice if you did. Cause I just feel like those, like I said, those brain patterns start to develop and people don't know that. Like when your child is yelling in the store, like even with like, like you said, um, when she was like, why are you yelling like a girl? When your child yelling in the store and you spank your child, that's when when they think about, you know, wanting to actively get their emotions out. Now they're going to think they can't do it or they might be met with physical abuse. But if you tell your child how to effectively express their emotions and give um, like an example of how to do it, then they will follow that and develop yeah. that. And it won't be anything where it's like physical. And now and they will have I, but I think you should do that at home. Do that at home. So when they do come out in public areas, I don't have to hit them doing all that. But yeah, but isn't it embarrassing for them too if they get a little spanking in public? Yeah, because you embarrass me. <laughs> but that's just but you see how my mama just jumped out of me? That's my mama. Right, but, that's why I'm not mad but, at you right now, because I, I understand like your way of thinking, but I'm just saying like. And I'm not saying that you don't understand my way of being. I just feel like I've done so much research on this topic because of myself and how I went through it. I'm not saying like my, the way I got punished sometimes was, you know, a little over the edge, but I just feel like if if people in the field are studying that and they pay to go to school and they do this every day and they making money, that we should listen to them because we do that for everything else. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, I mean, I think our our upbringings were different because I've had whoopings, but I've never had a whooping that like scarred me that I think about to this day. Like, yeah. I don't have like really like I've never been beaten so bad that, you know, you know, I've that's never happened to me. So when I think of like a little whooping or a little spanking, like, yeah, it didn't do nothing wrong to me. Like, I don't have any negative feelings about that. Because it was never to the extreme to the point where it was like physical fucking abuse, like, you know, beaten, like that never happened to me. It was always a conversation afterwards. Like, do you understand why this was wrong? Do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm talking this shit now, but if I was to ever have a child, I probably would just be all talk. Because I threaten my dogs 18 times a day. Ask me how many times I do them anything. Like, I'll be yelling at them and they'll stop what they're doing because they hear my tone of voice. But I don't have to, like, physically do something to my, like, I'll be like, bitch, I'm going to kick you in your back. But <laughs> I, I would never kick my dog. <laughs> so, I mean, but that's just, how I was brought up like I don't know but like I said I would probably be more talk than action anyway because I just can't bring myself to like 
do like hit a child or like do stuff like that. Like not, I would never like whoop my child. I probably would like give him a little pop, a little, you know, a little, you know, a little one, two, a boo boo. And that's it. No, that shit. Like I used to go in the bathroom like this. I'm gonna fucking run away. Like <laughs> I'm gonna take this whole house out. <laughs> but Nathan, you haven't talked much. How do you feel? About oh, it? not the abyss. Um, <laughs> not the like. I'm, I don't see me pulling out a belt or like a stick. Like I don't see me getting shit like to beat my kids with. Like I don't see that ever happening. Like once I, I know, I know what you're saying, but I just feel like it's all. When it's light, it's just all bad, no matter how light it is or how easy or, you know, I just, that's just my opinion, though. I mean, once I can hit you with my hand, I mean, like, what what, what else can I do? Put you in jail? <laughs> but, um, Nathan, go ahead. <laughs> not jail. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's because I had some really rough punishments as a kid we'll say that um or if it's just my nature but I don't think I would I could even bring myself to hit my child in any capacity because I don't like I'm a type of person where I don't like to even think I'm bringing harm to to other people like for Mm. me to to act like I know I joke and kid around people a lot but for me to actually like want to physically hurt you like I would literally have to hate you because I just, I don't, I just don't right. that. Like, if I cause harm to someone, I would like literally be disgusted with myself. So I just don't see myself um, being able to hit my kids like that because I just, I wouldn't like how I felt afterwards. But that, but that's just me, like knowing how I am, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna like how I feel about myself after I hit my child. So I'm not gonna be able to do that. But that's really my um, whole take on that. But I, I think a lot of discipline starts with, like, teaching your child right from wrong. Like, I would probably do, like, a reward system. Like, oh, if you, you do the I right thing. Okay, well, bitch, I can't whoop him. I can't give him a reward. Which no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God fucking damn. <laughs> but, like, damn. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with him? Stand put stand, put stand, Stand in front of the wall, like. I don't see me being a timeout mommy. Like, what is that? Timeout Timothy. No, like, I don't. Yeah, I don't see me being a timeout mommy. Now, I'm. I'm probably gonna do some shit like, oh, you got bad grades. Okay, so I'm gonna take all the wires to your game, but I'm gonna leave the game so you can look at it. <laughs> you are sick. But also, I'm so sorry to be that person. I feel like I'm a, a, a Twitter liberal. But do you think, is your main concern, do you think what can I do to help my child to succeed in school instead of taking his favorite shit away? Because I mean, maybe that might be a little bit harder. Because I was that kid at first where my mama took my stuff away. I was going to just sneak it. I mean, a lot of the time, I don't mean like you have bad grades because you're struggling in school. Like you don't know. I'm saying like bad. I, I meant bad. I said bad grades, but I meant like, oh, talking in class. Oh, acting oh, out. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to be a class now? You want to show your ass? Okay. Like you're disrupting learning for the children that want it. Okay. 
Right, and I do think that. Like, I mean, you can't just let children get away with everything because of right. what you've been through. You still have to discipline children. Like, you have to take things away from them that they like and are interested in because that's the only way you can get through to them. Like, no, damn. I would do that too. Like, if you were talking back to the teacher, I, do this, I can't do this. Like, you have to give them. A, a ultimatum at some point like you are doing this and it is a I need to tell you that this is wrong if I can't beat them I gotta do something no I actually agree with that stuff I just was just because I've read so many child development usually when they just I'm just like shot every time she say that <laughs> sometimes when they just react to that stuff like that sometimes especially because I've seen it myself. A lot of times it's something more than them just being like a badass kid. That's why I said that. But I totally agree though. Like if you're talking to the teacher, no games tonight. Like well, you my no is, you know. I mean, you saying that, but some kids are bad. No, some kids are bad, but I'm just saying sometimes it's more than the issue. I'm not saying every kid has some type of um um like mental cap or anything like that, but um I'm just saying I've seen it where with my cousins and then we still talk about to this day, sometimes their parents took their shit away for like months when it wasn't, it was more to do with just like mental health and stuff like that too. But I agree still. I, if you talking bad to the teacher, no games tonight. Or, you know, I agree with that. You still have to discipline your, I agree. You have to discipline your kids. And another thing that I think is important is honesty with your kids. Mm -hmm. Don't say one thing and do another. Like, for example, like, the reason that I got a lot of whoopings and stuff as a kid is because I got caught in lies. But the reason I lied in the first place is because I didn't trust what was told to me from the adults that were raising me. There's not that trust system. And, and, then they, and then they compounded on that by lying to me more. Like, you know, that common lie where your parents like, if you just tell me what you did wrong, then, then you won't get in trouble. I, Unless you do. I'm going to help you out. And they, and they just go back on that. And I have a good example. So I was in like, ooh, ninth grade. And anyway, so my school was split up. There was a ninth grade building and then the rest of the high school. It was very stupid. But it was like a walk, like a little bit down a sidewalk to get to the main building. And so one day for lunch, I go to the main building because I needed to do something. I forgot. And so I ended up being late to my after lunch class. And so because I was late, I got detention, I think, the next day. Mm -hmm. And so I went home. I was like, hey, I did this. You know, I messed up. I was like, I got detention, blah, blah, blah. Tell me why. I went to the detention the next day came home and got open when you just told me that if I tell the truth and I'm honest about what I did it's not going to be a big deal mm-hmm. but just go ahead and make a big deal about it and it's just like so I I don't trust what you say and right. so of course and I, I, of course as a child I'm gonna lie to you because I'm like I'm not gonna be able to trust you I think some stuff is like you could let slide, like being late to class and you got a detention, like that's not really a big deal. Like just sign this shit and be like, don't do that. Like you could just sign that paper and be like, don't do that shit no more. 
Right, and that's another I, thing why I was irritated because it's like it's not even a big deal. It wasn't even a big deal. Like I, I could see if you was like, like you called the teacher a bitch and told her to, to suck your dick from the back. Right. <laughs> that is different. You, you was late from class. You was late coming from lunch, going to class. Like parents but, be acting um, like they've been in school before. Like parents used to be in school doing worse shit than we ever did. Yes. Oh my god. Like, but this is why I say the. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. They don't even know the worst shit I did at school. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> but this is why I say the brain, like, sometimes, like, you develop, can you see why you developed a, a pattern for lying? Your brain just does that to you. And that happened to me for totally different reasons. But my mama, she was just always working. So even when she did, like, come home and stuff it was always negative so or I was always just a bigger person and she used to like close the kitchen and anytime where I felt like because I had to fight so hard for her love anyway where I feel like I anything I did or what I felt would be negative like Mm. I would lie about it because I had to fight so hard I didn't want her to like not love me or Mm. Me being caught was like me, her not, you know, like I had that brain pattern, but it developed worse. And like I was talking to my therapist about it the other day, and I was like, sometimes I'll just be lying. (laughs) Why? But like sometimes, and I've learned that that developed into me thinking, like, when somebody finds out something about me, like I'll um, think that they uh, deem me less or like love me less. So I'll just lie about it. And she was like, like that's big with a lot of people or like a lot of kids develop blind habits because of stuff like that too and I don't know I just thought it was interesting that's why I'm like fighting so hard on almost everything I say I'm not trying to be mean or anything but I just want people to know at least people that listen that these habits form in ways that we don't know and they uh progress and manifest into even bigger things with stuff outside the home too like listening to y'all talk like I'm so thankful that I've never felt like my mama didn't love me I never felt like if I do this my mama won't love me like my mama has always been very and I'm grateful she's always been honest with me like y'all done heard my mama talk sometime like she don't got no filter she just say what be on her mind whether it be hurtful or helpful she gonna say what the fuck she thinking and that's probably why where I get it from um like she does not have a filter like she just say what she thinks and 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 that's law (laughs) it's law whatever she said is, is law like and and but my mama never made me feel like I couldn't come to her and she never made me feel like she didn't love me and she in her own weird my mama way, I knew she would support me in whatever I decided to do. If I told her what it was, she'll probably look at me and be like, Sharon Ridley. And I'm like, yeah. And she'd be like, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to make it seem like, okay, my mom is just super, like a hard lover, right? So I knew she loved me because she always went to work and stuff like that. But when a lot of the stuff that I did was just subconscious. Like it was, it was a pattern. That's why I want to heavily specify that. Like I never thought my mom didn't want me or anything. Like it was just like subconscious. 
if that makes sense. No, that definitely does. It was very, like, it wasn't like, oh, my mom hates me. I knew my mom loved me. And I knew maybe I wanted to be loved differently, but I still knew she loved me because of the type of person she was. But everything that I formed was subconscious. And it was my brain working against me. I didn't think I wasn't loved by my mother. She just loved differently. And my brain couldn't wrap my head around the way that she loved. Mm. So I want to throw that out there too, just in case I let my mama listen to this. Love you, girl. Shout <laughs> out to all the mamas all over the world. P.O.P. hold it down. P.O.P. holding it down. <laughs> but um, I want to get into this last segment um, of Nathan's... Um, um, Nathan's rant. Nathan's this, we, had hours. we had three hours right now. Nathan's hot take. You got to get this out and then we got to go because I got to eat and clean his bathroom. I got to um, clean my whole house right now. <laughs> um, So I was just going to say like, and I'm not saying that it's right or okay. I'm not saying that at all. Um, I was just going to say um, I kind of see why the White Walkers crack um, Blackfish. Oh. Because if not the white, hold on, not the white one. Because this was not the hot take. This was not I, what I was expecting. Because, <laughs> because, if, because if I was born pale and when I go out to the oh sun and darken my oh, skin wow. and tan and I just burn, bitch, I would be mad too. Bitch, I don't mm. want to be pale ill. I don't look oh. like a raw chicken. Like what? Like that's just, <laughs> like, that's just disgusting. Pink. Like that's nasty. Like, <laughs> Like, why would you want to be pale? Like, what? Like, now, if oh. I was, now, if I happen to be, like, a person of color, like, if I was, like, Hispanic or um, Asian or happened to be albino and was pale, I would be okay because at least I have some culture. <laughs> I happen to be up. But, <laughs> but, uh, but a pale Caucasian? Ew. And then what? <laughs> <laughs> It's the way me and I are floored because I didn't think that this was going to be the hot take. Neither. Nathan. <laughs> no, I, no. Nathan I, been holding in this hot take for three days. <laughs> I have because I thought about it and I'm just like, why would you? But I have a question. If they already white and pale, isn't that what they want? So Some like, people don't. Some, Some people, people don't want to be white, and that's okay. But it's not okay to blackfish. It's it's not okay to blackfish. I want I to be like clear that I am not at all saying that it's okay. I'm just saying I understand the mindset because I wouldn't want to be pale either. That's disgusting. You know who wants to be a blackfish so bad? Like it looks oh like Lord. your skin is gonna peel off. Jay Park. That nigga go to sleep. He go to sleep every night praying and wishing to wake up, nigga. Um, can you we... saw that video the other day, girl? Scream. I want to be. He don't want to be a nigger no more. He want to be a nigger. Um, can we um, can we um put a Jay Park ban on the show? <laughs> Please, I'm begging Jay Park from the show. Really? After, after tonight, we can let you. No, because when I saw that video, I said I I had to mute his name at that point. No, I but never want to see this in my life. When they said DNA remix, I was like, oh, DNA? No, that makes DNA Kendrick Lamar. That's no, I but when I clicked on the video and I heard the beat, I said, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> because DNA. this isn't right. 
I said, this is not sitting right in my black ass spirit. <laughs> the dreads, the, all that. I was like, that bitch said, I'd rather die than be a slave. Huh? Yeah, I hit the my head. You know what? <laughs> Looks around. Everybody look to the left. Everybody, Everybody look to the left. Everybody look to the Everybody right. Everybody look to the right. You scratch his ass like hello. <laughs> just not about your motherfucking money. Did you and just the statement? The statement you put out saying. Y'all can stand um, Korean boys with different hair color. Right. But when I put dreads, then it's a problem. Yeah. Huh? You compare hair colors that everybody can do. We compared yeah. hair color to texture, style. And, and he signed to rock. Huh? And he signed to Rock Nation. Yeah, he on Rock Daisy, Nation. What is your ass He's doing? been next to Beyonce twice, and I want to know why. It's uh, Jay Z, Sean D. Carter. Like where? Where was? Where was Julian? Julius? Like that nigga should have been tackled to the ground. Right, like the fuck, y'all. I'm so. Why hard. was he next to Beyonce? I saw a picture of Jay Park and Beyonce at the Rock Nation. I tried to forget it, and you brought it back. I sure did bring it up because if I had to see it, I'm going to tell everybody about it because yeah. I was trying to think it was a fever dream brought up again because why, why they found the wrong Korean. Y'all know that that nigga got kicked out of Korea. That proud Korean. The proud Korean. He got kicked out of Korea because he went on MySpace dragging Korea. He was like, I hate it here. These people stink. I hate Korea. And now you a proud Korean Not a rapping over a black man's beat about his black ass skin and his black ass DNA and his DNA is not for imitation and you went up there with your gang of fucking of fucking nigger booze. A gang of nigger booze. You had your Korean <laughs> Cosplay when I, behind when you. I tell you, I was screaming when I saw all of them. <laughs> you had your black yeah. cosplayers behind you. You had one nigga that had textured hair, almost like an afro, given light skin face. I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> Can you did you tell video? him to do that? <laughs> did you tell him to do that, or was that a creative choice? Oh no, no, I think I'm gonna go. That nigga, they was sitting there in Jabo <laughs> jeans, smelling like. Pro style jail. I could smell the pro style jail through the screen. <laughs> I I need to go. I could the... smell. I could smell the blue magic. <laughs> Get off the and that blue was the episode magic. today, folks. Not the blue magic. I you know what? Blue magic. That was the episode today, folks. Friend, this this nigga. No friend. You gonna God. cap it right here? No friend. And did you see the clip of him with the dude? One no, second in, friend. One second in, the first verse of the song, nigga. The first second, nigga. He said nigga five times, several times. He said nigga, nary a nigga in the room, nary a nigga, many a nigga uttered, nary a nigga in the room. No niggers were present in the making of this song. Not the video, not the studio. There was no nigga that touched the mixing board. 
niggers. He said, nigga, 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 nigga. And friends, that's he was giving very today, much folks. Justin Bieber. It was I gotta pee y'all for real. We gonna have to wrap this the fuck up. <laughs> One less lonely nigger. He was oh, giving Justin. <laughs> Good job today, y'all. We really killed it. Thanks for tuning in. No, I'm because that's not about the girl. Me I gotta off. pee. Come on, I'm for the pee on myself. Girl, Friend, go pee. But listen, you you're, you're not gonna cut me now. off. No, because Jay Park deserves slander. We're not gonna sit here and ignore it. That's the problem. People keep sitting here and ignoring him. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is everybody wants to ignore right. it. We're ignore banning it, ignore him it. from talking about him. No. We, we're not talking about this man. We're not. Okay, no, after we're gonna day. let her get her soapbox out tonight. Okay, and then <laughs> I just never want to hear this man name again. I muted him for my life. I want to say fuck a nigga named Jake Park. Jay Park. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that hickory dickory dock rapping ass bitch. Oh my god. You're not the guy you think you are, my man. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. You are not the Kendrick, the J. Cole. The, 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 the baby you're not even logic you are not the guy you think you are mm-hmm. you want to be the 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 go-to korean when it comes to rap and hip-hop you're not you aren't like you just aren't you can proudly be korean and not mock my culture and not disrespect the person i am the the person the people that black people are it's one thing to honor and respect the culture and then there's one thing to mock and cosplay for an image you're not that guy because when the goons find you because black twitter has gotten a hold of you so when the real the real niggas when the goons find you i want you to know it's over for you. It's about to be lights out, curtains down, crickets for you. You about to be an echo in the forest. Because if a real nigga run up on you, he getting in your shit. Because I believe a nigga already punched you in your shit. And I'm pretty sure you deserved it. But I really would like, I would really, really like a heavy fisted ass, big handed ass nigga to slap, to bring his <laughs> hand. I want him to take his hand all the way up from the air and bring it down on your face and then hold it on your face until you hit the ground. I want him to hit you like that. I want you to taste the slavery. I want you to <laughs> taste the slavery. I want you to feel what my ancestors felt. That's what I want you to feel. Taste the slave. You, you want to be black so bad? I want him to slap you into slavery. Take that nigga back to <laughs> 1846. Take him back. And have that nigga work in the plantation. Oh my, you're sick. Stop. You want to be black so bad? You want to be black so bad? You want the culture so bad? Okay. I think, you know what I think? We should start, black people should start their own plantations. And all of the people that want to be inducted into the <laughs> Nicker Hall of Fame, I think we should just start making these niggas slaves. <laughs> you want the culture that bad. We're going to let you be slaves. <laughs> and then you can get your nigga Hall passed all that y'all got. 
color does not mean nigger. If you're not nigger, you should not be saying nigger. <laughs> if you are not a monkey, okay? You if know what? You I'm actually not, leaving no, now. You, if, you, no, if, you, if you were not discriminated against for being black, if you were you not have color, to say if you were not if you were not lynched, if you were not enslaved, you do not have the right to say nigger. Just because you're a person of color or you're from New York. I don't give a fuck. New York does not also give you a nigger pass. That does not, that, that, that doesn't mean shit to me. If you say nigger in front of me and you are not nigger, I'm going to shoot you. Or I'm going to take you from your people and bring you to a foreign land and make you work for free. Pick that cotton, monkey. You want to be a nigger so bad. I'm about to give you the nigger experience. I think we should do that. Uh, I want no what parts. What y'all think? I want no parts. Okay. Well, I think that everybody um, that wants to be inducted into the nigger hall of fame, y'all hit me up in my DMs. I will be bringing you all um, on a boat. And I will be bringing you all to a foreign land. And I will put you in the fields. And you can pick my cotton and make my lemonade for free and that's that on that mm. fuck Jay Park and we never gonna talk about that nigga again amen amen yeah amen it's fuck I just don't even have anything I just put him out of my mind and he just gone like when he, I, I don't even be checking for this nigga now. I promise I don't be checking for him. But every other month, he's on Twitter <laughs> trending because he said something. He said something racist and dumb. Or he did something dumb and racist or very just like you are not reading the room. Did you see when he tweeted? Now, how many people going to talk about Asian violence? Huh? <laughs> what did he say? He donated to Black Lives Matter. That was performative. And it shows me it's performative because your first your first thing that you bring up is, oh, I donated to Black Lives Matter. What the fuck that got to do with the price of tea in China, baby? You're still being racist. If I, if I, okay. If I kick a dog in the face, right? But I donate to PETA. Did I not just kick that dog in the face? This is a hypothetical situation. This is a hypothetical situation. Please don't get PETA at my house. If I kick a dog in the face, but I donate to PETA, but everybody saw me kick that dog in the face, I could be like, oh, I donated to PETA. Did that erase me kicking that dog in the face? It didn't. I answered the question for y'all since everybody was crazy. It didn't. <laughs> I'm falling asleep, girl. Well, you go your ass to sleep. <laughs> How about that? Because if I ever met him, it's just the way I would just slap the fuck out of him. Like, not do, I'll just keep walking. Like, no, you, no, you missed a perfect opportunity to throw Beyonce CDs at him. Like, hello? I would never waste my Beyonce CDs on somebody like Whatever. That. Whatever. I'm throwing whatever I see a brick, a child. Um... No, a mirror, glass, whatever is around me, I'm throwing it. He's just so weird. Like, I don't want to remember ever doing, having any type of interaction with him, even if it was 
and niggas was, like, I just don't want to remember that. And niggas are out here standing. This nigga that raps like Dr. Seuss. Right. They be calling us cool until I can BCS. You got the wrong group of people. He is out here talking about gobble wobble chicken on my nuts. Something he said about a turkey. Gob- your girl be gobbling my d- d- girl d- wobble gobble. J- it was a whole verse. And my all of the words different. ended with obble. All of the words ended with obble. Wobble gobble <laughs> wobble wobble. I was like, what is this? What is this hot fucking garbage? Y'all made me know Joe Jay Park. I didn't want to know him. Y'all made me know him. I was going my it's whole the, life perfectly fine, not knowing who the fuck about. Jay Park was. Y'all made me know that nigga. So now, <clears throat> y'all gonna listen to me give him his lashings, as he should. He needs more lashings when I put him on my plantation. Oh my, oh my god. It's, it's the hole that he has on some of the black K-pop. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Because he's not even a lyrical genius. You said, not Thanksgiving. <laughs> girl, it was something about a turkey. Your girl gobbled me like a turkey. Wobble, gobble, slobble, wobble. I said, bitch, bye. You could have picked any <laughs> other ending, but we just had to go with <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have to go with Abu? You could have picked anything else. <laughs> That's hard. No. <laughs> you could have picked words that end with S, words that end with ing. Like that nigga is hot fucking garbage. They say Abu Abu. A gobble gobble, yeah. He is not the lyricist he thinks he is. And since we're talking about fucking rappers that we don't like, fuck Eminem with his lane. Oh, here you go. God damn. You know what? On that note, so Eminem be like, I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. Shut up. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. On that note, thank you guys. Because how you going to talk about this and then we got to skip over it? <laughs> the Friends Podcast. It's been bad. great talking to you guys. I loved it. I got, um, I got, I got, I got, Jay Park, we love the single. We're all going to buy it. <laughs> what do you mean? I got this you. is why I was laughing at you when you were letting these people talk about the songs. I'm like, this lady is not going to buy this. Uh, come on. Down to okay, me. so. I'm loving it. Thank okay, love it, it. Thank you guys for joining us again this week. This was a good um, episode today. This was fun. It was great. It's been three hours. Y'all really don't like me, I think, because oh, yeah. I be editing this shit. Like, hello, oh, whatever. It's okay. You're the one who went yeah. on a park rant. Like, I'm okay, to I, had conversation. To I, kept going. I had to get it out. Like, golly. Well, don't. I don't do. I don't do. I don't really be doing army rants no more. So I had to get it out some kind of way, please. And I was not typing that. You could have just recorded a, a voice. I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay. Um. Love y'all, I guess. And if y'all are here to fuck you. Um... Oh. <laughs> Let me tell you what my man said. I don't listen to the opinions of people that I don't like. And if you don't like me, I don't like you. The end. Wait, who is your man? JK, he said that. <laughs> is that your man? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? He said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
What we laughing at? Because I would definitely jump through this. Computer. I mean, I didn't say nothing, friend. I just was laughing. I'm laughing because, because I am levitating. I don't know. JK kind of freeze, friend. You yeah. said what? I got you. No, no, no. Sharon, what you say? He kind of for the streets. But it's whatever, you know. No, you for the streets. Oh, but what the fuck did I? <laughs> well. You know what? Thank you guys for listening to the Friends Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's really been great. Um, we love you guys. Oh, give y'all song for the week. Oh shit! Goddamn, not under strength. <laughs> I'm gonna give. I want y'all to listen to. I'm. A, I know we talked about this last week, but I want y'all to listen to this transition because I think they use the same sample. So listen to. Um, <laughs> listen to Fifty Six Play Corsa Interlude. I I don't know how to say her name, but it's spelled O J E R I M E, and then listen to Thasha after that, and let me know if they use like the same sample or something. Um, I'm going to say that my song of the week is "Didn't Mean to Turn You On" by Mariah Carey, the cover oh. from Glitter. Um, my sis ate that up. I've I, I listen to the original version all the time at work, and I really feel like Mariah, but. It, I, she ate it. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. You know, I think y'all should go listen to it. The glitter soundtrack didn't mean to turn you on. Mariah the Carrie. Yes. That put a smile on my face. And Nathaniel? I think the song that I am going to recommend is Spirit by Beyonce because um, y'all need to get out of the streets and get into God so (laughs) that was directed towards you Sharon I mean I love the Lord and the Lord know my heart but when Ah. I say I'm about to take but when I say I'm about to take these coons and put them on a plantation I'm not joking bitch (laughs) oh my god my skull just floated in the air I'm about to take these bitches back Slavery. It's gone, y'all. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Take these hoes back to slavery. Right? <laughs> oh my god. Nathan, I love Nathan. Nathan is so cute. But um, yeah, um, I love the Lord. I love Beyonce. And I love now, you. Shut up. So let's do it. And Beyonce loves the Lord as well. I I love the Lord. And yeah. oh, are you sure about that? <laughs> Beyonce you didn't, my I don't believe in God. I do believe in God, but you I don't follow I mean, I don't go to church. They say your body is your temple. Come as you are. Mm. I'm at church right now. You better say a word. We need to do a church podcast episode. <laughs> a Sunday service. Sunday service. We're gonna um, do a Sunday service. But yeah, Beyonce. Um <laughs> <laughs> This shit three hours long, y'all. Come on. Beyonce paid my bills, so. And you know what? I know that's paid my bills. She's always going to have all of my love. I know that's right. Fuck you, other hoes. You you better better tell Beyonce you love the highest shit. Yeah, he is. You better tell Beyonce you love I know he's squinting looking at the uh, camera. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even see you, but I know. <laughs> and on that note, thank you for. 
<laughs> Thank you for joining us. We had fun. I know this shit was hella long. If you made it to the end, congratulations to you. What, what kind of cookie would you like? Chocolate chip? <laughs> oatmeal, oatmeal chocolate chip. That butter. It's so fucking long. It's so long. <laughs> but it was good. all good conversation, too. Oh y'all, y'all got y'all shit together. We saying bye, hoes. <laughs> I'm oh, together. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, friends. Bye, See y'all next week. <laughs>